0: Some Creativity for the society is brilliant. the process, process podcast. That's right. Hola, hola. It's the process podcast episode 63. 63. How are we doing, folks?
1: Perfect. Perfect. We got Mom yeah. back with us again
0: for a second second episode in a row which is pretty cool i've never had a repeat guest first time (laughs) back to back to back episodes uh maho thanks for coming back we really appreciate it
2: thank you for having me again
0: i know it's like well we've never done a guest two days in a row no but but after yesterday we were like we we talked so much and like just uncovered the tip of the iceberg basically spent the entire day like now we got to get maho back on Shot my her quick text and was like, Oi, you want to come back on the pod? And she was like, What did you say? You said, like, uh, like, see, you said, see, si, senor,
2: see, si, senor.
0: And I was like, All right, I'm, I don't know what that means, but I'm going to assume it means yes. yes. And, uh, thus she's back. Hell yeah. Beautiful. What'd you do today, Zach? Do anything interesting?
1: Uh, just working on stuff.
0: Yeah. For work? Any, any, any stuff in particular or just work, uh, oh, work stuff? Yeah.
1: I was working on, uh, Boring. Illustrator line drawings Ooh, getting ready for how are you CAD. liking
0: how are you liking working with vectors
1: i it was weird the one of the first things i liked that i, that I noticed was you go from photoshop to mm-hmm. illustrator and everything's quicker and more responsive
0: oh it's beautiful isn't
1: it like because you don't have to like load around like giant pictures
0: it's very true and Ooh. um
1: it's mum. Your mum's giant, here. Like, giant pictures that are like super high Hello, res. Hello, mum.
0: Yeah, it's very true.
1: Um, it, instead, it's just like the the vectors, right? So you're just dragging around. It's super fast. You don't have to wait for things yeah. to load. Um, it's it's weird though.
0: What about it is weird?
1: Like it's going from Photoshop to that. It's just weird in some ways. Like I was I was like playing with an image like opacity, and it's not in the same spot.
0: Oh, yeah. You got to get used to all the little, the and little then, differences. Like,
1: and then, like, obviously the different uh, selection tools. And, like, I, I remembered some of it. I remembered more than I thought, actually. Yeah. To be honest, now like, I'm curious it comes back. Because
0: but... cause you're using my Adobe account, which is totally fine. And I completely support it. And I want you to use it. Hell, yeah. Are, what does your layout look like on your screen? Because I'm wondering if it saves my presets.
1: Um, I think it's... To me, it looks pretty much default i think
0: oh yeah i mean again like i haven't two... used
1: enough to really notice but it looks pretty default right. to be honest
0: is there two there are two panels on the right hand side that are divided up into various different things and then there's the libraries on the left hand side with the main the main selection tools there? Yeah, yeah yeah okay so i think it did save my preset then oh
1: yeah okay well
0: maybe which is pretty cool yeah. it's called like dill's dill's workspace it's not white sure. it's
1: not white, though
0: oh that see is i'm like, like I'm, no i'm all i'm all about the
1: white dude when I'm you all have about the, oh, white I can't do the white when you have the white i can't to I, me, I
2: like the black too much yeah to me it
1: makes fair enough to me it makes it looks like an old program yeah really <laughs> yeah like, like a windows
2: it. 96
1: or something yeah, <laughs> exactly i don't like it the black to me just feels like like all of like on my phone everything's on dark mode on my laptop everything's dark mode my google is like the black theme Hmm. discord right now black like i just like the the black i think
0: i didn't warm. even know there was a light version for discord
1: i don't know if there is the, it's just whatever okay, but fair. it's but the fact that it's default just like dark is nice yeah dylan
2: is like i i want the light version there for Discord now. Yeah, <laughs> i don't
1: know i wonder if there is I, i'll do a I quick got, uh, google and see
0: the only reason i use the light or the white version it's like the lightest version of the four grays that are in the uh, system preferences in adobe illustrator i have the same thing for photoshop the only reason i have it is because um on some of aaron james draplin's Shares, his um illustrator setup is in white and i'm like i'm gonna be just like draplin so i set it up in the white there is that's literally that's literally the oh there is a light version and of. Discord. apparently I like it, cool. no
1: one uses it really i mean if
0: this one's the default then why if would you go you change
1: to uh mm. settings cogwheel appearance tab and then you can pick uh, your theme, dark or light.
0: Sounds a bit too complicated for me. I'd rather just do that with Illustrator and Photoshop. Just keep it simple. That's pretty, sim-
1: that's pretty simple.
0: Okay, Maho, I got a question for you. Are you an illustrator or a Photoshop gal?
2: Oh, I'm an illustrator girl.
0: Hell for
3: yeah.
2: For sure.
1: You're a wizard though when it comes to it. because I remember watching a thesis or something and you did use the, like, the trackpad. <laughs> which yeah, it like, use Illustrator blows my mind how you could do that on a trackpad you're kind of a psychopath. i remember
2: that i remember that day
1: because i was i was like
0: you have to use a
1: mouse what like there's no way to me that seems like you impossible. have to use a mouse like there's no I way that I, was real. I only
2: got a mouse like at the end of third year or something like i really <gasps> only used the <a> trackpad <laughs> and it worked i don't know it's like it's like when you don't have a tool, so you don't know what you're missing. So you right, adapt fair. to what you have. So it was normal for me at first. And then once you use the mouse, you can go back to the trackpad. But this is very it was true. the longest time in the trackpad for me. So that that worked out, I guess.
0: <laughs> Did you ever use them? Please tell me you never used a trackpad for
1: SolidWorks.
2: No, that's impossible. That's okay, good. not going to happen.
1: Can you imagine? I was going to say. Can you Can you rotate on a trackpad? You. I don't think so. Uh, well, actually, not, you'll not have to, a, like...
0: You can zoom. You can customize. You but, can zoom uh, stuff. Yeah. You can customize your view. Like, you can move around, like, by pressing space bar and then selecting your yeah. different your different viewpoints. <clears throat> and there's certain, certain orientations where if you right-click, you can rotate um, 90 degrees in the XYZ axis when you're inserting a component. I actually mm. didn't know that. If you insert a component and then right-click before left-clicking, you can click, like, rotate... 90 in your xyz or um other stuff i thought that was pretty cool, cool. especially if it I shows up again uh... it
2: just it will take you i don't know like five times longer than if you have oh, a mouse yeah. so yeah
1: fair
0: and uh yeah so it's good to know that you're an illustrator girl Maho. i really appreciate that and speaking of illustrator stuff we um you finally follow the process podcast on instagram zach what's the instagram
1: process underscore underscore podcast
0: beautiful Maho finally started following that through your own Instagram. Yes. And can you, can you tell us about your Instagram, Maho, what that is and where people can connect to it? We'll have it in the show notes. It's in the show notes of yesterday's episode as well. But if this is the first episode that someone's listening to from you, give us the rundown on Maho's Instagram.
2: It will be at the conscious soul and it will be only one S between conscious and soul.
0: And can you spell conscious? Because I spelled it wrong for about five minutes last I, night. I don't know
1: how to spell
0: conscious. I must <laughs> As Maho's writing it out now. It's a bit weird. Yeah,
2: okay. It's C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S.
0: Okay. And then O-U-L to finish off the conscious soul. Yeah. Correct. O-U-L. Okay. So what's the idea behind the conscious soul?
2: Well... Uh, big question.
0: I like, feel like that question caught you very A lot awkward. of answers.
2: <laughs> the idea mainly, it's to show people or to inspire people that they can be happy and they can be as successful as they can be just by looking inside of Mm. themselves like everything everything you need in life you already have inside you just have to tap into that information and maybe change perspective if you're very attached to material things and all of the sort. it's it's very it's very broad concept but But that's the,
0: that's the idea behind it. So how are you then trying to promote that message through social media? Cause I'm curious to hear your take on social media as well. Cause like Zach, Zach and I both have very different opinions on social media. I'm not like, I'm barely on it at all.
1: And I'm the on only it social
0: media. I really, yeah. And Zach's on it all the time. Like the, the only social media I use is Snapchat and that's more or less only to communicate with Zach and a few, like a handful of other people. But for the most part, I'm almost entirely removed from social media, where Zach is connected and dialed in on many more levels than I am when it comes to social media. And I'm curious as to what what your relationship with something like a social platform like Instagram is, especially as a designer. Like it's an it's also an interesting thing. Like Zach, aren't, I know you and I would go. Like back in school, we just we would scroll Instagram, looking at design pages all the time,
3: mm-hmm.
0: all the time. Just still like do. Looking, yeah, still do. That hasn't changed for <laughs> you, for you. Um, but yeah, Maho, like, what, what's, what's the deal with, with the gram, the Grizz?
2: Well, I had my, I had my fight with social media recently. Mm-hmm. I used to have a personal account, and then my professional or business accounts, we would be the soci- the conscious soul. And before I would just go back and forth between accounts in my account will only be to check out like stories and posts and like just endlessly scrolling and scrolling mm. down and down and down, not getting anywhere. Cause really there's no end to just endlessly scrolling you're just watching what people do and people's life which doesn't give you any real like information and feedback on i don't know any intakes or learnings i mean maybe like that that was my fight because there's there's a lot of accounts depending of on what you like that are useful so like, i like, like
0: design accounts like design Posting accounts, sketches and like renders, and like you Zach, Zach, what's your top three? Sorry, mm-hmm. Mono, I interrupted you. Top three yeah. Instagram accounts for design.
1: Ooh, Polestar Design Community. Good one. Um. Hmm. The
0: Process Underscore Underscore Podcast.
1: Uh, I mean, number <laughs> one, e- easy. Let me. I'll have to have a look. I know Polestar Design Community for me is like number one. Like if you care about design in any way even if it's not necessarily mm-hmm. vehicle design the design language on that is just insane Beautiful. right like
0: do you follow Polestar design community Maho I don't you should it's pretty good <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend
1: it's if you like the Polestar aesthetic like minimalism possibly as far as to get uh, you know say it goes to as far as saying brutalism Um mm. yeah you know little color little of pop of color and like stuff like that, you're gonna like that. Um, oh. I know there's one like architecture that I really like, to be honest. Uh maybe there's also a furniture one I really like. I think it's called like mudo design. M hmm. U U T O design, I think. And they do like oh yeah cool yeah. furniture and stuff like that, nice like interior design stuff um
0: i think muto is a studio taste. it is a studio i
1: believe yeah, yeah. um i mean the, the the neen camper one is pretty it's pretty, is good. pretty sick if you like furniture and interior design as well i mean oh i could go on with i mean graphic design you're looking at like
0: mm. the poster one so and many and there's so many. many
1: poster ones it's crazy yeah
0: and like they're all they're all like these little communities of People who all share one type of common interest, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. it's a it's a, like it's a great place for. Ultimately, it can be a great place for people to connect. You know, yeah. like the only like, I met my previous employers through Instagram, and that was like the yeah. whole way that I got there and got to do the whole Australia thing was literally through Instagram. And if if I didn't have that connection, odds are, probably probably wouldn't have happened. You know, but then there is, like you were saying, Maho, there is that side where you can just go on forever and it's not you're just looking at what everybody else is doing and you're kind of you you end up just sitting there right
2: yeah so you kind of just either you are the product of instagram Mm
3: -hmm.
2: or you are using instagram as a tool
3: oh Hmm.
2: so interesting i when i i went to this whole process of figuring out whether if i want to keep it keep the account of just delete Instagram forever. I decided to take out only my personal account Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and leave the business account because my, my personal, what I would do is just look at what people were doing. And most of them were like my friends from back home and friends that I got here and people that I don't know or celebrities or whatever.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And when I make the decision just to take it out, like delete the account, not just like delete it off the phone, just permanently delete it. And does this was like two months ago or something. I don't I don't miss anything from that account. Like in my in the conscious soul I follow only like forty people.
0: Wow very selective and
2: those 40 people are like they add something to my life they add value to mm. to I don't know my beliefs or or what I like to see when I when I scroll down it adds something to my life so so yes instagram is a very powerful tool to get a, like across a message or to find people or to connect but it's a it's a double-sided knife like it can either like kill you or make you
0: <laughs> yeah
2: so it's That's tough um, it's tough yeah
0: so i mean Zach, i'm curious to hear your thoughts because i know i know you love instagram and i know you use it I do. but i'm curious to hear maybe what your thought processes on the amount of say the amount of accounts that you follow like why is that maybe why is that something that you do as opposed to say reading like a design blog on online or something like that
1: hmm i mean or do you
0: think you like do you think you've been able to manage it in a productive way
1: better now i mean i totally agree with Maho. like it it's social media can be just like just nasty and just toxic as hell like twitter's like that all the time every time every time i go on twitter Right? I'll be like, Oh, I haven't I haven't been on Twitter today. I'll go on Twitter, you know, just to see what's up. And I'll see yeah. some tweet or something trending or some comment and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I need to delete Twitter. And then I go off Twitter mm. and then like a few hours later I'm like, Oh, I've been on Twitter a little bit, i us go on Twitter every time. But
0: <laughs> never ends well.
1: Instagram, I mean I, I, I got to the point where I was like, Man, this is like unhealthy in a way where I'm just like looking at things like all the time and it's not really benefiting benefiting me in any sort of way. But I was also, it's also like the
0: first thing you do when you wake up. It's like reach for the phone, and scroll, right?
1: Yeah, and like honestly, I was like, I had followed, I was following like a lot of random accounts. I had no idea who it was, or you know a lot of like girl accounts, stuff like that, because. You know, whatever, because I'm an idiot. Because you're phase.
0: 22, single and desperate.
1: Exactly. Um that's and ready to th- mingle. Okay. And that's the best I say. 10 out of 10, relate. But, so I was like, do you not! Know, I've had enough of this. So I went through, got rid of all those. So now it's pretty much just all like, obviously it's people I know, like went to school with or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's now my feed is like pretty much just all design. Art, design, mm. um, and creative stuff like that. And like car stuff um vroom vroom interesting though like i mean every now and then i'll read like a design blog usually not because i'm actively going online to like what design milk or core 77 or whatever yeah
0: you're not looking for i'm not it, looking
1: but... for it but every now and then like on twitter because i follow more design stuff on twitter trying to make twitter better um
0: good good effort they'll
1: have links right to an article or something and i'm like oh okay or i see like chris doe will do it or even on linkedin you see posts to like yeah. articles and stuff right so sometimes i'll read those um but there's something about instagram where even though people really try to a lot of time put too much effort into what they post because they know it's instagram and everything's gotta mm-hmm. look perfect but there's a st- tailor
0: for the followers yeah so curate it specifically but there's
1: still something about like an article's like very formally written, and mm-hmm. like it's you know it's on a website like it's really formal sometimes. And Instagram, I like the idea of like just posting work. Yeah. You know, and just and just doing like that. Like
0: it's like a pinup board. Yeah. You know, you just pin stuff up. It's like your sticky note wall behind you.
1: Exactly, and that's what I was gonna say is like now that I have kind of cleansed my Instagram uh, mm. feed and stuff like that pretty much desperate females if i go through all my saved posts it's basically a sticky note wall like it's it's a mood board
3: Mm, ideas right like
1: it's especially because a lot of stuff i save like you know if you if you if you went through my saved uh, like posts you would like build Mm. my like design aesthetic essentially right
0: dream dream world because you'd
1: get like Polestar type stuff you'd get a lot of car design stuff you get a lot of specific type of graphics you would get a lot of architecture furniture interior design you know you get some model Beautiful making stuff. stuff like but it's essentially my mood board for my thoughts essentially i guess right it's always ideas mm. um so i don't know i i like it though i but you've been able to curate it i think you have to or else you yeah you, you start losing it yeah, like you go, yeah, there's there's no end to it. No,
0: you go off the deep end. it's yeah, terrible. That's the problem.
3: Yeah.
0: Like, so then Maho with with the collective soul, you mentioned the conscious like you, soul, the conscious soul. Sorry, what? That, what? Who, Wait, what do you a, say? Do you say the collective? I said soul? the collective soul. Um, the collective soul. The
1: the shoe collector or design collective? For chinsky
0: Oh yeah, that's it. What is it? That's is it. it the design collective? Mm-hmm. It's design collective. Yeah, maybe, that's maybe it. Maybe that. Okay, that's why. Robert Kitchinsky, Um the conscious soul.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, I'm not gonna mess that up anymore, I promise. Um <laughs> you've you've curated um your whole like people that you're following. So you're most likely you're only seeing stuff that is relevant to you, adds value to you. Who are some of these people that you're following? Mm, I
3: couldn't
2: Other say it off the top of my head. There oh, are fair. some accounts that had like very um, not weird names, but they're hard to pronounce. Oh, fair. So I will have to...
0: Have to re- think about it. Have to think about it a bit it more. it recheck it, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, So the when when did you start the Collective Soul? Did it again. <laughs> the Conscious Soul. When did you start that? Two months ago, you said?
2: No, the Conscious Soul started...
0: No, the Collective earlier. Soul. Earlier.
2: Around July.
0: Confused. Oh, we started that in July.
2: I started in July. Just the and idea, we... and it it started building up.
0: Where did the idea start?
2: Well, from from all of this information that I was getting from books and my courses. I was like, "This is too good. Like this information is too good," and the people. I think people need to hear it. So I just mm-hmm. started off as like getting getting messages across.
0: Mm-hmm. Cause I remember like going through school, there was on your, when you had your personal Instagram, you'd be posting all these like positive affirmations, practicing gratitude, like pictures of something simple. Like there's a picture of a, or a photo of a sunset. And you're like grateful that there's a sun that can set on this world. And are grateful that there's a sun that can rise in this world. And I think for the most part, that's something that no one really thinks about. And I remember seeing like, okay, that's an, that's an interesting perspective, an interesting point of view on something that we see quite literally every day, maybe not Zach, because he spends 99% of his time inside in the basement, (laughs) which I totally respect. I'm kind of jealous about the whole basement room, quite like that, that vibe. But I totally forget where I was going with that. Um... I was on, I was about to go on such a roll too.
1: Damn,
2: uh, you were talking a... about my personal account. How I was post- yeah. posting like gratitude posts. And... It's Friday,
1: man. It's yeah, one of those. so then
0: it's Friday okay, exactly. It's so is this is the conscious soul? See, I got it. I remembered. Is the conscious soul then a more focused version of? It's obviously more focused of your personal account, but you're taking now all these learnings and these these new insights and experiences that you've had in the last year, couple months, couple I'd say about a year, right? In yeah, total? about a yeah. year. Yeah. So you're bringing all these things together into one, like one central place where everyone can access that information.
2: Yeah. I wanted it to be more of, of uh, not business-like, but I didn't want it to go off my personal account. Because what I was posting before that is like your classic cute picture, like the Instagram aesthetic and mm-hmm. the nice background and the lighting and all this like Photoshopped, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Um. So I, I just wanted to start like with a clean slate, which is why I created a new mm-hmm. account for it. And then I deleted the old one because I had absolutely not use for that one. Yeah, there's no point. Um. But yeah, I started posting just like little things as like the sunset and the sunrise because we don't we don't realize what we're grateful for until it's taken away and this is the best example for this is like maybe you're too into your work or into I don't know whatever problem you're having or I don't know family issues or whatever you're too focused on one thing, and until I don't know say you get you get sick and your health is compromised, then all of you can think about is like, "Oh, I just want to get better, I want to be healthy but you when when you are healthy, you are grateful that you are healthy because you are thinking about other problems and other issues, so mm-hmm. that's like our minds are always focusing on something else instead of what we have right now,
0: Wow. That was intense. That's... Wasn't expecting <laughs> to get hit with that on a Friday night. Yeah, that's intense. That's heavy. I don't even uh, That was really heavy. heavy. So like, I don't, I don't even know what to ask after that, but taking that kind of a mindset of being like being too focused. I totally get that. Like I'll be the first person to admit that I'm a complete and total workaholic. And I know Zach's the same way. Like if there's something that we're interested in, we'll just we'll stick to to doing that and we'll do that all the time. Mm -hmm. We won't stop even on a weekend. Just all the, like as soon as we're, we're awake in the morning, it's that's the only thing that we're doing is something that we, it's something that we enjoy and something that we're interested in. But is, does that get to a point where it becomes maybe unproductive? Like you're saying, you're too focused on this one specific thing that there's all these little things in life going on around. Like it's, 20 days until Christmas, 24, 20, 21 days until Christmas, is it? Yep. Three weeks, basically. Days, yeah. Yep. And I'll be quite honest, it doesn't even feel like Christmas. Nope. Like I couldn't, it just doesn't feel like it. Maybe that's because I'm too focused on this other stuff that I haven't been able to step back and look at what's going on around. Is there a point where being too focused on your work does become unproductive? Have you noticed in any of the, like the readings or the learnings that you've done?
2: Well, that is interesting because we relate productivity with checking things off a list, Mm -hmm. right? Like someone would say, I was productive. I was able to get this done and this done and this done and this done. Um, At what cost? I don't know, maybe woke up at 5 a.m. and then worked through the day and realizing it was dark outside and it was the only thing it, that person did the f- whole day. I
0: feel personally attacked I by that I was going to say
1: that is Dylan right there.
0: <laughs> I feel personally attacked. I'm going to
1: get up at 4.30 and work on my portfolio today.
0: Yeah, it's literally Animal. what, I did. what
1: it
0: And I didn't even get the job. Hey, whatever. <laughs> Rest in peace. Me. Sad.
2: Rest in peace. Well, my point is that you can absolutely love your work and you can invest all of your time and energy and attention into it, but you are not your work. So what are you doing for yourself that day that you worked all day? Like,
1: um, nothing, spo- you're just working. Are we supposed working. to answer that? That's tough. No,
2: it's a, it's a hard question to answer. <laughs>
1: my brain is, my brain
3: it's a is question too for, smooth for to thinking. answer that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean i get that and i totally relate that to like we were talking about that one time zach like the whole difference between third year and the fourth year mentality where i kind of chilled out a bit in fourth year yeah from being too much of a workaholic yeah. but even then it's it's still intense and it's still like oh no we're, we're gonna go do this we're gonna go work on that we're gonna go do this we're gonna spend spend x amount of time at doing whatever and stay up till this this time and have an hour and looking back on it 99% of the time was all focused on doing work and being like productive or trying to be efficient and while I understand that is that maybe just using those kind of external forces as an excuse to just be busy per se which I would, without actually doing something productive for yourself yeah yeah it's like you're you're doing these these external things like working on a project working on the clay car doing the brp project you know spending heaps of time at that but at the end of the week you just end up burnt out and tired and exhausted and hungry and like partially sick because you haven't slept
3: Mm
0: -hmm. you know clearly that's not productive if you're putting yourself into that you're not doing anything for yourself
1: no it's almost kind of weird though because that i don't know if it's because we spent four years doing it but it's almost (laughs) like like you kind of get addicted to that
0: it's a buzz it's a total
1: buzz right like it's one of those things right like the end of clay project when we're in the room and we literally it's what like maybe six in the morning or something and everyone in auto all six of us no one slept Mm. and we go to the room where we have a class at eight we set up the tables we put our models on the table we pin up all the sketches on the wall everything's ready to go so that when bruce walks in we can start the class and he's he knows we're gonna be all working like super late anyways and then all of us have like a little campfire essentially in in the room. We all go have like a like an hour and a half nap just on the floor, on the chairs, on the tables. Yeah. And you wake up. I'm from getting that. chilled
2: just by the memories. Yeah,
1: and you wake up and and then I remember you were there, Dylan.
0: Yeah, I came and we back. woke.
1: You came back, and we woke up. And we were just talking and chilling, all of us. And we wait, and then Bruce comes in. And He's like, "Yeah, hey, you guys look like shit." And it's like, "Yeah, well, <laughs> you guys didn't look like you slept." And it's like, "Well, we didn't. Bruce not in like forty eight hours." But it was one of those things that, like, you know, four thirty five in the morning when I broke the roof to my clay car, and I was oh, like, yeah. I thought I was gonna. Seb, had, it was my. It was the only time I broke the whole time. Seb, you know, because Seb breaks down a bit and starts raging a bit which is fair
0: a little bit i mean can't blame him
1: can't blame him and i I'm, i was surprisingly cool most of the time and then when that happened you had to hold me back from it. like throwing my clay model through the window like i was ready oh, to man. like break something i was ready to go into the shop put my head through the bandsaw but <laughs> <laughs> but um doesn't sound fun but even after that you know even bruce is like yeah I, I wanted you know wanted a bit more sketches or this could be better or whatever. Even after all that, you look back on it you're like, man, that was hell, but damn, that was fun. But it like, was fun. Exactly. But like really wasn't, I mean, maybe that's because the, the learning from that was more for me and not just the project, I guess. Hmm. Cause I have, I, I know there's lots of project through the four years where all of us had to do where, came out of it being like well that didn't really benefit me it felt like it was just a mark mm, yeah right like i'm sure so i mean the electives kind of felt like that and <laughs>
0: the electives all the time
1: and <laughs> even some of the without bad m- mouthing anything like uh i can't remember the
0: certain couple. certain classes i can't
1: remember the class but i just remember the lca j- milk jug assignment
0: lca oh, that was yeah. with no totally I don't know his name, wait a uh, second what was that class in, is
1: it sustainability sustainability oh, sustainability sustainability uh, yeah i remember that like that and some other projects that it felt like okay did i did i personally benefit like did this benefit me at all like improve my skills my knowledge my confidence and like that um
0: speaking of which speaking of which just really quickly what if we sent an email to juan and was and asked him to come on the show and talk about sustainability
1: probably do it if he remembered us Yeah, it'd be
0: pretty interesting I think so. I mean, I we killed that Arc'teryx. We destroyed that Arc'teryx project. That was amazing. So he
1: better, he better remember us. I think.
0: I think he. I th- he. I mean, he's a very intelligent individual. Very. He intelligent was just. Guy. He was thrown into the deep end and told, like, "Here, go teach something that you have no idea what's what it's about."
1: Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. his fault. It was just he like
2: did, he did a good. He asked and asked for like reviews and what yes. ha- how he can improve and everything, which is. Something that not all the teachers do. Yeah, for sure.
1: No, but um, like we had, we definitely had projects like that where I was like, yeah, you, yeah. Know, you know, we mm. stayed up for like days straight and we finished it, but like it feels like all we're gonna get out of it is a mark.
0: Yeah, and that's it.
1: And it's, it's like, just well, number. now I'm like got a cold because I haven't really eaten anything or slept <laughs> or you know had any exercise or anything and i'm mentally drained it was horrible yeah and like now i'm mentally and physically drained and now a project that i am interested with comes along and now i don't even feel like i want to be doing that because it's i'm just can't Mm. physically i'm just done mentally i'm done um but i feel like some of those key projects though like even though it was tiring was like addicting it was like that feeling of like it is because again i think that makes sense though after what maho said like that like because at that point you're you're putting in Ultimately, the end goal isn't just the mark. It's like, okay, I'm gonna benefit, like myself too. Not even just like skills mm-hmm. of like sketching or model making or something. But by the end of it, it's like, okay, I know I'm like, I'm better at this, or yeah. I've learned this about myself now. Like from that project, where I'm like, okay, let's apply we're this doing, to the next. We're doing
0: better at this now. You it. hope, anyways. You, you hope.
1: hope. I-, I think so. I think some of the projects that, I mean, like what we talked about, chroma for us chair project. Mm-hmm um we did well marks wise but even i don't think any of us really cared about that it was like
0: the idea we were all producing happy. a good idea we
1: were all happy with yeah. it i think we all learned like actual hard skills we learned a lot and then also just like time management and teamwork and other like problem personal solving. stuff problem solving we we grew a lot from that right but even like a lot for me anyways especially with auto like a lot of the projects that went badly not even badly but not not as well not as desirable. i hoped. you know yeah. once i walked away being like ah man i knew i could have done a lot better i'm not happy with the result but i didn't like hand it in and be like fuck you bruce i'm done i'm dropping out yeah. it was like all right mm-hmm. that sucked i know but like i feel good about it like i'm better now you know mm-hmm. so do you ever like have any experiences
0: it. like that in school maho where it's like i mean i'm sure you did i'm sure you did i'm just wondering if you're willing to share
2: well, I was I was gonna say one thing before, Go
3: and it's that um, this is your
0: show. Speak what you will. Yeah,
1: I'm sorry. I feel like I talked too
0: much. <laughs> no, I, dude, I was looking. No, I was looking at the waveforms yesterday, and there's Maho's, and it's like a solid bar of green. And then there was mine, and it was just a solid bar of green. And then there was Zach's, and it's like tiny little thin line, oh, bloop, man. <laughs> Tiny little thin line, blue. I'm like, oh man, I'm a quiet I talk. Wide, I rant way too much. I need to give Zach more your time. I felt bad. I'm quiet. This, though. Is, this is me this
1: is me apologizing
0: to you. Right. I'm sorry. I no, love it's you. it's okay.
1: I love you too. <laughs>
0: just blowing you a kiss through <laughs> I, Discord.
1: I no, I'm just too quiet. Yeah. I think mean, that's the issue. That's understandable. I don't blame you. Quiet person. Anyways, this yes, is you Maho, you were yeah, gonna say. You were
0: saying ranting.
2: Well, again. I was I was gonna say that I am now like I feel like I'm recovering from those four years of extreme stress and non sleep and just a complete lack of self care, basically. Yeah. Right.
3: yeah. yeah. So Relatable. I'm
2: being more flexible with myself and with my projects and with my my schedule really. I'm I'm programming my life to what I feel is good for me and not for what it's socially acceptable, which is like, oh you should work, I don't know. Even if you're doing your own business you should work from 9 to 5 or even more cuz it's your business so you should like be working all the time
1: as much as yeah. possible yeah that's
2: uh that's not going to work for me cuz my productivity doesn't work if I'm under pressure which you know it's those 4 years of design was, was just under pressure. pressure yeah and on that note i wanted to say that we got this like programmed In first year, like you you enter first year and the first thing that people start saying is like, oh, this is a hard program. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Oh, you're not going to get any sleep. Get ready to be stressed out. Mm -hmm. You know, so like you you enter a career already with preset notions of how it's going to be. Yeah. And you start every class and you start... Your mind is like, okay, this is going to be so hard. I'm not going to get any sleep. Um, everything. And it becomes what you think it is, which is what those four years were. Very stressful. Especially like, I don't know, in Dan's class. Hmm. Um, everyone's like, oh, that class is impossible. He, well, like, okay. All, all of the things that we know about yeah. Dan. Tough, tough <laughs> Dan marker, and Tony. very
0: yeah. strict. But I think that, Mm -hmm. like, he also, through doing that, weeds out the people who don't want to or don't need to be there. And if you are, if you still stick through his class and are able to make it through that class, you're better for it. Like, as much as it sucks in the moment, he is teaching you credible and legitimate principles of if you're going to, if you have a class starting at eight o'clock, you get there at eight o'clock. If you get there at 801, you're late. You know?
1: I mean, honestly, that is like. In first year, you know, like every other class was like, comp- like on that time thing was pretty chill about yeah. it, and then they were like really strict, right? And you come from, we're come from high school. It's like you know, this is way more strict <laughs> compared to what we're used to. Do. This is crazy, and you know, they're like thirty percent off for like a minute late. That's crazy, and then you're like, oh whatever, it'll be fine. And you get your first uh, project back, and you realize how hard they are as markers, and you're like, man. Even without without the 30% off, I'm like getting like 70s. So I'm like, if I get, if I'm late, I'm screwed. I'm not passing kind of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it's, yeah. And at that time, it was like, you know, a big, just like, I just wanted to like give them the finger because it's like, this is ridiculous. How can you expect? This is stupid. But now when you look back at it, I'm like, man, it, I'm kind of like, I'm glad they were like that because it taught, it it all helped towards that. Like, I mean, personally, just my take on it um is like the whole professionalism thing because mm-hmm. now it's like i mean like we said before you go into you know they teach us that everything's got to be professional all the time and you have to be professional all the time and then you go into the real world and you realize how opposite that is a lot of the time yeah and
0: for the most part for the but most now, part. Yeah. but now
1: but that, that's good because we know how to be professional like even the time thing right a lot of yeah. people either late or something and now it seems Maha was si- late to this podcast it, it seems silly but like <laughs> not true you know <laughs> not true guys. stuff like that it is it's true it's kind of like you know it actually has a a good lesson behind it i guess yeah. even though yeah at the, at the time that was like come on man like a minute late like dude i just i stopped oh, yeah. to hold the door for someone i was trying to be a nice person now i'm late and you are me 30 something yeah, like I'm, i don't care get
0: penalized for like, it.
1: like i don't care and it's like <laughs> come on
0: yeah, and but, they don't care either that you held the door open to yeah. be a nice person. No, that's that's you know, what they they're gonna saying. Mark yeah. you late regardless. I agree,
2: though. I agree that like it's it was very important to have that lesson of being on time, especially after like you graduate, you have to be on time, and not only professionally but like with your friends and family. It's it's a good quality in yeah. a person to be on time all the time. But um, there's just two ways of teaching from fear or from love and that goes for Mm -hmm. like raising a child uh, teaching learning and their approach was from fear like yeah true i get it for the mark because it's an incentive if you get late you get 30 percent off but in that class for example it was just it was the shaming and like oh you did it wrong like What's wrong with you and stuff like that? Um, that it it was just yeah, people were afraid to go to that class. Not because they were such good teachers. <laughs> it's because they were teaching from fear. They were sparking fear so that people were like work yeah. harder or better. Mm-hmm. Here's a which question was, I was
1: I was terrified. Yeah. yeah, but here's a question. Do you think do you think it's good to have a little bit of both? As a teaching mm. style? Mm.
2: A little bit, but not too extremes.
1: Yeah. Cause Fair. I can like I would, you know, come out of high school. You know, do you remember in like middle school and they'd be like, in high school, they're not gonna let this shit fly, you know, like tons of homework and on time <laughs> yeah. and everything. And yeah. then you get to high school and like, it like it's shit's flying. like now we got longer like classes, we've got a like, long lunch where we can just go out and do whatever we want. And, like, yeah. you know, and the teacher's, like, a lot more lenient, most of them anyways. And then they hype up college and university and be like, oh, you know, it's going to be insane. And then you get there and, like, well, it's not as bad as you said, right?
0: Like, do you guys want to go and get a coffee? Like, you're going to let us leave the class. Yeah. I
1: remember that with, like, and Odin. And food? like food? I remember that, like, first day what? with Odin. They're like, oh, we're going to go on a break now. And he's like, you guys go get a coffee or something. Go get some lunch. We'll come back. We'll get started. Whatever time you get back. And we're like. Like, are you, are you good? Like, uh, is this what <laughs> being an adult like but like i guess at high school if you would have been asked me like oh do you want teachers that are soft and easygoing and super best friends all the time i would have been like yeah that's what i want i want it right because it's tough to have like tough love right it's tough to Mm -hmm. have someone who's strict to like really rip into you it's hard to get through that without wanting to cry or you know rage or something but maybe maybe it's just again it's just my opinion maybe the way i was like brought up or something but i'm more open like i get that tough love Mm -hmm. and i almost think it's personally necessary like i find with like bruce like obviously yeah i could see dan and tony maybe pushing it a little bit depending i mean that's
0: also that's also just their attitudes like that's their they're that type of human
1: and and if you if you don't Mm like that type of person you're not gonna get along with them it's naturally yeah, not it's gonna be n-
0: it's not gonna mix like
1: personally i got along with them fine i wasn't on yeah. their bad list kind of thing so like it didn't I, I i was fine and i get the yeah exactly so i was fine but like with bruce i felt like if if he was soft like i wouldn't have learned as much or got improved as much as quickly mm-hmm. i really don't think like again it's one of those things that you know going through school and i tell friends from like high school or something like outside of the program like oh yeah like our teachers you would put our drawings on the wall and they like go through and they like make fun of us in front of everyone they're like yeah can they do that like what that sounds awful <laughs> and it's like you're kind of you like yeah maybe it is awful but it's kind of you know it's kind of funny good. but it also like it, it it toughens you up right it does it totally does. and like i'm I, having bruce or i mean all of them i mean everyone was at different levels of that you know like, yeah. I feel like most yeah. time like Odin was a little more easygoing and wouldn't rip into you as much. But then sometimes, depending who you were, especially. Yeah. But like with. He, Kat- would, uh, he
0: would like critique you very intellectually.
1: Yeah. And I remember. And then, like, obviously, you know, Catherine and Bruce, known for their like wall critiques. But personally, I find it like kind of necessary almost. For that, for that. <laughs> again, it's just my take because I could see someone who isn't who's a little more sensitive i mean i'm a sensitive person but someone who can't take that sort of criticism yeah that, a situation like that over and over every week after week could be really bad um sets you I t- off i yeah i totally get that but personally for me i i loved it if anything i wanted them to be a little bit by the end i was like man i wish ken and Bruce were a little bit more pushy you know
0: yeah because then it, it continues to push you and you can it's almost like you need that kick in the butt yeah to make you go that little bit of an extra step
1: exactly it's kind of like you know um you've seen the movie whiplash
0: yeah With i don't uh, remember the, any of the actors in miles it,
1: teller and um, uh jk simmons and yeah yeah and uh oh what's the girl's name she's the one who ended up playing the uh super girl on t- on the tv show oh um i forgot her name i have no idea but i'm not good with one names. of my celebrity crushes um anyways not brie that Larson. Movie... no it's not brie larson though. um
0: brie larson is one of your celebrity crushes
1: yeah i even know a lot of people hate her but yeah kind of um why do people hate her cause apparently she's an asshole but <laughs> no fair <laughs> but uh that movie like that's the epitome i mean that's extreme but like a lot yeah. of people when you watch that a lot of people you know are like you know, because essentially jk simmons the music teacher is like awful like straight physically and verbally abusive right yeah but like the whole like kind of mm-hmm. the point is like by the end of it the guy's like you know it tore him down and like almost made him you know like kill himself i guess at one point and then by the end of it he's like he realizes that him pushing him that much has made him like the best
0: the most productive and, the most yeah. high skilled
1: and again extreme example but that a little bit of that like for me anyways i really i really liked it mm-hmm. so i I've, i don't I'm know totally, personally totally, my take totally is agree. i think of a good mix of both because i think personally i think that's what bruce was like because if you if you yeah. got along with him especially in auto where you're like one-on-one with him a lot of the time he's like one of the boys so you get that nice connection right The nice friendliness mm-hmm. but then you get hit with a you don't know how to sketch a car, do you? You're like, ah, so you're, not really, you really no. Suck.
0: You really suck, don't, yeah. you? don't you, Zach?
1: It's yeah, kind of, actually. Sorry, yeah. Bruce. I didn't mean to let You'd you down. Make, make fun of me because I was the McLaren lover.
0: Yeah. Does he not like McLaren's?
1: Mm-hmm. He has nothing against it. He just found it funny how much I liked McLaren. Fair
0: enough. So, he, so he'd be a like... Of a weird fetish.
1: So he'd call me McLaren boy or McLaren lover.
0: I mean, everyone has their kink, right?
1: Yeah, mine's McLaren, apparently. <laughs>
0: apparently yeah so Maha, what's what's your thought then on like <sighs> having a moderation with teaching with love versus fear but how does someone teach how does someone like are you able to get the same amount of potential out of a human being by teaching through love as opposed to teaching through fear
2: well is that our society is so used to being taught by fear that it is weird when you switch it to hmm. love. And love, I don't mean that everything's butterflies and no one would critique you. No, it's just like-
0: But I like butterflies. Um,
2: the, <laughs> the interaction between like those two humans, the one that's criticizing or, or critiquing your work and you who are on a learning curve or in a learning experience, um, the approach is more more human. Less than robot, like you should get, like, you should be better by now. This, this, and that. Uh, On that note, you do need someone who pushes your limits. Because, like, you will get to your limits. Like, if you put the bar too low, that's where you're gonna end up. So, you have to put the bar up, high, high up, so that you're every time, like, reaching forward and forward into that goal um for me personally if someone is trying to teach me through fear i won't i just i will close off right yeah i would like do all the assignments i will do everything but i would take no personal interest in the class i would just not like it because i don't run by fear right like that's not the approach to take for me personally um but yeah, it's very important to set the bar high and to have someone say, "You can do better." Like, you can definitely do better than this because you have the skills, because you have the quality, because you are a capable person. You know, that's what I—that's what I refer to when I speak of like teaching through love, just like positivity, more than, mm. "Oh, you suck." <laughs>
1: and I feel like there.
2: I don't. I don't know if I can get worse than this.
1: I, I, I feel like I don't. I don't want to make it sound like we're painting the teachers off our bad. they are very yeah. loving very nice people it's one of those things yes. first oh, yeah. year before they know you really they feel more like teachers but by the end of it they felt like buddies almost right like yeah
3: they're just yeah they're
1: part sure. of the group It it is it is interesting though because I, I do agree because i feel like especially for the majority of people that's probably how people like to learn or how they should be taught because i mean it's a tough thing you can't like cater your teaching to everyone like everyone learns differently right
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um
1: but i feel like that's probably better for majority people is that you know a little more a little more loving a little bit less fear-based you know it's probably more
0: more positively supportive in a way
1: more supportive i mean again my personal view i'm okay with how it is but not at first i mean I, i was one of those people like I was barely surviving in first year. Like I was very, like yeah. we talked before, I was very close to like calling it quit. And mm. because mentally I just, I, I was, I was too weak about it. I was like, you know, yeah, I guess if anyone was like, Oh, should I get into industrial design? Like what's the program? Like, I'm like, well,
0: fucking first terrible.
1: First, it's Drop going it to, don't do it. Oh, no, <laughs> just like promoting it here. <laughs> no, go. Oh, it's I amazing. Am. Do it. It's, I, I would am. say it, um, it, it, if you want to learn and fail, if you want to learn fast, fail fast, and, like, grow fast, yes.
0: You're so prophetic.
1: You know what I mean? Like, I if you, it. if it's, because they really throw you into the deep end. Oh, yeah. Which the problem is, like, like mm-hmm. we're saying, with majority of people, that's a big shock. I mean, like, if there's only a few people that can, that just don't seem unaffected by it like they just take it and they're like eh, whatever like it's like fair enough you know
0: It's exactly what i was expecting
1: some people are like that some people are just mentally strong where they're like you yeah, know well, that's that's fine they can adapt to it quickly for me i personally really struggled i was like man this is they really threw you in the deep end like no sympathy like you sink or swim right like yeah but
2: mm. sharks
1: but like if you can if you can swim then you're doing you're gonna learn really fast yeah I don't know personally I got used to it where I was like maybe it's bad that I got used to it got too used to abuse no um, I don't I think it's, it's a good abuse. thing to get
0: used to it I think it's a good thing that you got used to it I because mean, if you didn't then where would you be now
1: exactly and like that's one of the things my favorite things about the program learning is like the like how fast to like you have to learn something or get you yeah, or, exactly. or, or adapt to something you know yeah
0: you need to be able to not to use the very common word used in 2020 but you need to be able to pivot very fast
1: yeah and pivot
0: your your way of learning pivot your skill set it's like one day you could be doing all sketching stuff and the next day you need to jump right into cad and focus solely on that and then maybe someone needs help and you got to be like i'm I'm ready to help you make a model
1: yeah and
0: instantly just
1: i mean there's definitely downfalls to it as well that way of learning because like you can either yeah you start sinking and when you're sinking it's really hard to to get back up you know once
0: you go under the water it's uh it's it's tough to get back
1: really tough or you can go complete opposite way which is what i would say is almost like you in third year where it's like you got so addicted to that grind to that Hmm. to that um
0: work work, all the time work
1: management that you're just like i'm doing all the time which then that becomes a bad thing because then you just burn yourself out, right? Yeah. Because
0: um, I'm at school like all day. Like, wake up, you're at school for eight, yeah. stay there until like four thirty. You come home for like half an hour to eat food. You go back, you're working there, tutoring or teaching or just working on stuff from like six until 10. And then you go to the gym from 10 to 11. You come home, you eat, you shower, and then you're in bed by one. And then you get up at six and do it all again monster. the next day. And you just cycle that all monster. the time. I must say it though felt, it felt good
1: but then it gets to the point where like it yeah. ju- it just sucks i must say though like when you moved in third year mm-hmm. and your your time management was like that i was like all right i
0: am a i am
1: a i'm a fruit loop I'm i need to get on this take some notes I'm and then i did
2: loop. i love that
1: <laughs> like just being fruit a, just, a good word just being around you it was like you know especially yeah. in fourth year when we got that well i think when we we like, when you figured out the amount of time management, the amount of work where you could get yeah. everything you wanted done and more, but without burning yourself out. And then it was I was understanding w- balance. Yeah. A lot of balance. And then at that point I was able to pick that up as well. That was, that was the most efficient year for sure. Right. Like I, that was, I
0: completely agree. That was it. You came over a couple times, Maho. We watched zombie land, I think, and did sketching on iPads. We watched a iPads. lot
2: of, of nature documentaries on oh, Netflix. Oh, yeah. Planet that was her Earth. thing. Yeah, was oh, like, I
1: remember yeah. that. The favorite thing when we had people over and we get drunk and watch yeah. Planet Earth. Planet
2: Earth.
0: That yeah. was, that was, those were good times. <laughs> good times. Absolutely love that. How, those how, were how, good times. how have you found balance in your life, Maho?
2: Well, I wake up every day, and because I'm in this mentality of living in the now, Mm-hmm um i wake up every day and ask myself how how can i make myself happy today how can i experience you know like pleasure of just living so Hmm. i
0: i don't think i've ever asked myself an activity
2: yeah for me it's usually well it's quarantine so it's a bit harder to say like i don't know i'm gonna go to the movies or whatever yeah but i love walking and when i walk I feel good and I, I meditate while I walk. Like, so my levels of productivity after and during the walk are just like skyrocket. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm more productive when I feel good and when I'm feeling happy. And that's my cue to start working after I like treated myself something that i enjoy so that has been sort of like my my focus point of balance mm-hmm. is like my main priority every day is to feel happiness to to enjoy being in life, and then from that i can focus on my work and what i'm doing and i Obviously, I have a a list of things that I want to do on the day, but it's not hard set on stone. Like, if I don't manage to do everything, that's okay. I will just like pass it to tomorrow because it's not the end of the world if I can't do everything that I like set myself to. And that's where it comes my flexibility from design school, which was you have to get it done it has to get done and if not then like end of the world literally the end of the world
0: (laughs) yeah i mean that's how i felt a lot of the time i was like i gotta get this done i need to be doing this stuff Mm -hmm. i need to go to the gym each day i need to get this done need to do five pages a day all the time
2: Mm And in school it was it was i i mean i don't know it can how can it improve, because you're obviously on on a time schedule and on an academic course. But it's like, okay, you have, I don't know, a week to be the most creative of your life, because you have to get this this project that we're starting, it's this, this, and that. Um, But you don't have time to actually sit down and just think about it, because you have uh, four other courses, which are demanding the exact same thing, and then you're a human being also who needs self-care, who needs nutrition, who needs exercise—at least walking or something—and you're neglecting, you're neglecting basically your human part during design school. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't give 100% to yourself to one project because you have four other courses that also need your attention. So what I ended up doing was dividing my energy and my attention. So I felt like my projects were not a hundred percent of me. It was like, yeah, maybe 60, because I have other two that also have my 60, you know? Yeah. So that was, that's frustrating. Um, and that's what I'm trying to change now, moving forward with my business is like, I'm doing one thing. And I'm giving my 100% attention and energy to this because it's about, like, the quality of the product that you end up building or doing or launching or whatever, um, which is sort of the approach that I'm taking with Instagram because, you know, the the algorithm will help you if you post every day, if you, I don't know, launch 100 stories a day with questions and like you know the little box where people like write things when you get more interaction your account shows up a lot in your followers and mm-hmm. in the little searching box and everything but i don't want to be one of those accounts who's invasive to other people's attention so probably my account won't reach thousands of people or hundreds even or just like dozens Mm -hmm. (laughs) because every post that I make it's I choose to make it out of quality and before I was posting I was trying to post every day and I found that I was my energy was just drenched because I wasn't putting a hundred percent of quality into it it was just like oh my god I have to post today I haven't posted today So I just found whatever and I posted it, which is not the intention that I want to transmit. So I went back, redesigned, and now I think I'm more back on track.
1: Wow. Genius. Big brain. That's interesting, though, the the idea of, you know, oh, I haven't posted something today. Quick, what can I post?
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Looking for something instead of just acting with intentionality behind it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's different for us because we, we've committed to doing it each day, but there's never a day where we don't have anything to talk about.
1: And it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, it's that time of the day again. We got to record. Yeah. It's, it's like, like we're look, seven, we look forward 30. to it, you know. Like,
0: oh, dude, it's yeah, my favorite no, it's part different. of the day.
1: Right. So it's not mm-hmm. like it's not like we're doing it consistently because we've just told ourselves all right well we're just gonna stick to this routine and that's just how it is you know mm-hmm. oh god you know it's not like oh we, we have to do an episode because we have to you know do it or whatever for some reason it's like you have to keep the people happy we're doing it because we want to you know mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but I, but i do see that a lot with like with instagram right that's yeah it's like ah uh... because i was gonna like do something where i was like with um with the poster design stuff and a lot of the poster yeah. design accounts I follow are like, you know, they do one a day. And, wow. I mean, that's a lot. to be honest, like I could easily do that, especially at the super long break I have. Like that's why I did the other day. I just
0: three hours in the middle of the day, just did, twelve to three. Yeah, I just <laughs> did
1: one like, real quick in like forty minutes. Right, and I was like, I could do this, but there's some days where I just don't want to, and I don't want to like force myself to do it, even though it's one of those things that, like. Oh, it'll keep me consistent. It'll keep me doing more work. Yes, but I also don't want to force myself to it because then I won't be interested. Especially as the type of person I am. As soon as I get forced to do something, it's like, no, nah, it, it ruins it for me.
2: Yeah, me too. I'm the same. That's
1: what happened when I was taking drum lessons when I was a kid. Oh, really? I, love, I loved it. And then there'd be some days where I'd just like, I just don't feel like practicing today. And my dad would be like, Do you practice today? You gotta practice today. We bought you. Oi. We bought you that drum kit. You gotta. Don't waste it. You gotta. And then it gets to the point where you're like, Oh, now I don't even want to do with this anymore. Like I, you know. Yeah.
0: You yeah. could have. You could have been Neil Pert. but I mean, You didn't want to practice. You could have been. Possibly. Rest in peace, Neil. Peart. Yeah. Rest
1: in peace.
0: Neil Pert, say a drummer from a band called Rush from Toronto, Maho. By the way.
2: Okay.
1: Fair. Kind of. Pretty kind of. Talk. Kind of famous.
0: Yeah, Tom Sawyer is a good song if you want to start with that. Twenty one twelve, limelight, Y Y Z, limelight. Do you have a favorite Rush song? Zach? Um, <laughs> mom's shaking her head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, I know it's like the. Cl- I don't know Rush super super well. I can't claim that. I'm a hu- biggest fan ever. I will have to go with the fair. cliche and like Tom Sawyer is just. I like That's it because it's it's a good driving song. It is, yeah. Like it just sounds mean. Like in between <laughs> different <laughs> verses and stuff. It just sounds mean when you're driving, you know? I miss driving off topic. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, um, For a little music yeah, in no, there. Right.
1: Driving songs? Good
0: band. Do you have any driving songs, Majo, that aren't Spanish?
1: <laughs> That's a no. Mm.
0: That's a no. That's a no. So speaking of the, um, you mentioned your business before. Um Yeah. Let's let's talk about that because that was something that that came up right at the end of yesterday's episode, and we we're like, oh, shit! And then you dropped the bomb, and everybody you're yeah. like, oh, my podcast, and like, oh, excuse me, what? So let's chat about that. You've got what's your first off? What's your business? Because I don't think Zach and I, have, or is, that's the conscious soul, correct? You got it. I got it. It's that's not correct.
1: collective. I'm gonna say collective. house. It's not
2: collective. I mean, it's stuck in my head. <laughs> it's stuck in
0: your head. <laughs> so yeah, talk to talk to us about the business aspect of it.
2: Um, well, I say it's a business because that's sort of the world that the world that um kind of encases what I'm trying to do.
0: Mm-hmm. And what are you but, trying to do?
2: Well, right now my focus is on creating podcasts on different topics so hell yeah the first topic that i will talk about and this is like full intro uh, (laughs) um you're the first ones who know and all of your listeners Mm. yeah so sell
0: sell this thing sell this thing pitch
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay
2: um it's how to turn loneliness into an opportunity for growth. And mm. I chose this topic to be the first one because everyone in, is still in quarantine. And we all thought like, I don't know, back in even June or something, they say, oh, like by December, it's all going to be back to normal. And now Absolutely it's December not. and it's going to drag for about six or more months into next year. it's been. Um, Montreal is in quarantine until January 11. Really? And we've been in quarantine since the beginning of October. Yikes. Jeez. Yeah, we've been on the red zone for like months now. So I'm trying to, I'm, I'm going to launch that podcast to maybe inspire or help some of my listeners that are in quarantine, that are feeling lonely, that are struggling, or even if they're with their families and still feeling lonely, that podcast would be great a great listen Mm -hmm. if you're feeling that way.
0: What's the podcast called?
2: Toolbox for Your Soul.
0: I like that. That's very intelligent. I followed it on Spotify last night, and I'm going to pull it up here. I'm not going to play anything from it uh let me see where is
1: it here i'm gonna start using spotify uh, now that i actually have an app you
0: really do I just, you really do i don't man. know it's
1: just every time i go like with the with the intention to listen to music anyways it's like man what? i got apple music and like soundcloud like it's yeah. i don't what else I, I, I
0: only use spotify for podcasts
1: yeah the problem is i i go to do that and then like the podcasts i usually wa- like listen to are usually the ones i watch like on youtube Oh, for some strange, because I'm a
0: weirdo, I don't know. Because you're a bit of a fruit loop, I like watching, but um,
2: fruit loop, it's Fruit
0: loop. But tool toolbox for your soul. This is the description you have, um, for your podcast by Maria Jose Martinez, founder of the Conscious Soul, intended for you to have a library of tools you can choose from when facing problems and challenges that we experience on a daily basis, and the many curveballs life is constantly throwing in our direction. To know that there is always a way to surf and contain those problems from a place of love and understanding. We will talk about topics like awareness, change, fear and love, anxiety and loneliness, the awakening that is happening on a global scale, and how we are creating a new world today. And you currently have your your podcast trailer 00 forward slash introduction up on uh, on Spotify, is it on? It's probably on Apple Podcasts and all that stuff. Google Podcasts too.
2: It's in all the platforms except for Apple Podcasts, not yet.
0: They take their time. Soon. They, they really take their take time. Their yeah. time. Took us weeks, a while. I like the v- yeah. It took us I a Like while. the
1: visual, the graphic, like zero zero forward slash intro. Yeah. Like
0: it's a good look. I like that. It's that's a good look. Awesome. I kind of wish we had done the uh, the. <laughs> Like the vertical dash instead of the horizontal one, but we've done sixty-one now, where it's or sixty-two now, where it's <laughs> been a horizontal one. It's a yeah, big thing to change. Guess, yeah. It's not the end of the world. Um, so yeah, what's yeah. like what's what's the deal with the podcast? Like, how are you, how are you doing that? How are you producing that?
2: Um, well, as in right now, it's gonna be just me and. This lovely microphone that I have in front of me.
0: Same one that we have, the uh, Audio-Technica USB ATX 2100R or something 2100X. Like that. Beautiful.
2: Yeah. it's Great microphone. It's a beauty. Yeah. Thank you for the recommendation,
0: Dylan. Use the process podcast affiliate link. It's got, a, it's got, we it's got
1: weight to it. It's nice, nice quality.
0: It's, yeah, it's got a good amount of, yeah. of heft to it, you know? Good microphone. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Yeah. So right kind of
2: now it's gonna be me, and then in the future I'm gonna have guests, probably as as you guys do.
0: Mm-hmm. We love so guests. So we'll
2: see how it develops. We'll see.
0: Oh yeah. Have you recorded? Have you recorded any episodes yet?
2: Yeah, the one that I just uh, introduced to your listeners.
0: The introduction, or the oh no, sorry, the 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 loneliness one. Yeah. Any idea when that's, or do you know when that's coming out?
2: It's gonna be on Tuesday. It's gonna drop on oh, Tuesday. Oh wow,
0: that's pretty soon, like next Tuesday, yeah. December eighth, mm-hmm. December eighth, I believe. Yes. Yeah. pretty sure yes. I'm correct. December wow, 8th. that's um, that's a big deal. So, yeah. You know, especially for your first one. Do you have like, do you have a, a long term plan with it, with the podcast, or? And like the business in general?
2: Well, the podcast is meant for for people to have a space they can go to, say, someone's feeling anxious or they struggle with anxiety. So they go uh, to the podcast and go to the anxiety episode and I give some insight and tips on how to deal with that, how to come to the other side and how to live not anxiety free because everyone will experience anxiety, it's just uh, on different levels. So, how to manage your anxiety levels basically. Hmm. Um, so my purpose with the podcast is just to have like different topics on different things and how they can deal with each topic. Wow. Um, And then out of that, I'm hoping to create just a community, like my tribe of people who are invested in personal development and like self growth and self love. And down the line, in a couple of months, I'm going to be dropping different courses. So some are going to be paid, some are going to be free. But I already have all of the ideas. They're I'm manifesting them. Mm,
1: that's awesome. Yeah. That's crazy. You no know, uh this is like, what I just thought about. Sorry to cut you off there, Dylan. Um, no, go for it. I, I had no idea what I was gonna I ask could, so go uh, for it. I can see you know who which demographic of people would be would benefit, I think, a lot from your podcast would be the same demographic that benefit from ours, which is the Humber ID students.
0: The depressed international mm-hmm. students living in residence. You know what I
1: mean, though? Because, oh, like, <laughs> after we just talked about our experiences, yeah, you know, and everyone we talked to, we went through it. The first year is pretty much rough. And the yeah, second... lonely, not yeah. fun. And yeah. it was probably not until the third where things starting to get a little more, bo- a little more, you know, a little better. Enticing. A little better, a mm-hmm. little more family feeling. Um, Family-oriented, for sure. I feel like, because yeah. I would... Like, um, I mean, one of the other reasons why we like to do this, right, is we wish we could have heard stuff like this in first year, mm-hmm. right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And so Big if we can make something that first years now can let's do like, you know, give them the little pointers of like, look, we only started to realize this and learn this lesson in fourth year when we're about to leave. But, you know, hey, if you can learn this in first year, you might be on to a. A very successful four years you know yeah and i think that would be the same thing with yours because that's a big thing like I, f- I feel like is yeah like the the mental health and the uh you know the attitude and your work ethic the whole stuff, mindset like because first year like really mm-hmm. kind of destroys it <laughs>
0: yeah it smacks it around it stomps on it it throws it down the drain and And blends it up and unfortunately unfortunately
1: many can't many you know it destroys them and and they they leave and then you know and then you get the ones that are able to get through it and stay stick around but i think Mm -hmm. i just thought that'd be an interesting uh i feel like people would find value in that
0: yeah no yeah Yeah, i'm excited i'm excited to listen to it first off yeah because like I like to think that I have overall pretty good mental health and like mental clarity and mental strength, but I know I don't, I know it's not as good as I think it is. And it's not as good as I want it to be, but then like, even just doing this podcast has been great for that. Just Mm -hmm. being able to talk to Zach each day. And even though we're not explicitly saying like, this is the problem that I'm having, how do I, how do I fix it? How do I solve it? There's something therapeutic And like almost cathartic and just going back and forth with each other each day just on sometimes random stuff. Like we talked about fire snails one time.
1: Yeah. And for
0: some reason, oh dude, fire snails are so cool. I I
1: saw it was vampire snails, another name, right? I think.
0: Yeah. And for some reason, being able to talk about something like that so freely and so openly just releases these ideas of stress or these ideas of anxiety. Mm -hmm. But then there's, like always times where you step back from the microphone and, you know, you close out Adobe audition and everyone quote unquote goes to bed and the podcast goes up and it goes out for another day and you kind of sit back and you're like, well, now I got to Now I have to deal with myself again. You know, Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. there's not that other person to bounce ideas off of or talk to or vent to sometimes, you know, like Zach vented to me for like 45 minutes before we started recording the other day. You know, and I could tell he was frustrated. I could tell he was just in in an overall negative mental mental space. Mm -hmm. And I'm not gonna be like, all right, Zach, like shut up, we need to record now. You know, like I'm gonna let him say his piece, say what he needs to. Yeah. Because I know that's why he's talking to me and that's why he's coming to me, is because there's some kind of a like a reassurance in having that other person to talk to who will just listen you know, mm-hmm. yeah, or even sure. just the, even just the act of v- verbally speaking your problems, yeah. you know, or the frustrations that you have just somehow, as soon as you speak them, it's like, oh, it's actually not as bad as I thought it was, yeah. you know, and it kind of just yeah. slowly dissipates.
1: Yeah. So mm-hmm.
0: you better believe that I'm going to be a firm listener to toolbox for your soul.
1: hundred percent. Hell yeah. I mean, that was like me yesterday, yeah. right? Santa Maho yeah. was like, you know, this. You know, work is making me frustrated a little bit. I don't know about it. She's like, "Well, mm-hmm. you just got to think, you know, it's you're in the position where you're basically a boss. And now you can call kind of call the shots and you know, it's up to you to show the value of, you know, for as a designer." I'm like, "Oh. No, you're totally you right actually. a <laughs> kind of fair, fair point there. Right, fair. You know?
2: Well, even just saying things out loud to someone or if you're alone like me, like I live in Montreal by myself. I don't have any family here. And when I came for like when I just arrived this year, I didn't know anyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like zero. No no nada. Nothing.
0: <laughs> wow. So do you get Tinder at all? Or no? That's no. probably not very value aligned, is it?
1: That's the actual
2: opposite. That's,
0: uh, <laughs> it's the total opposite.
2: No, no, it depends. Like it, it depends on your intention, like, oh, I'm opening this account because I want to have sex, or I'm opening this account because I want to meet someone, mm-hmm. or I'm opening this account to meet some friends, or whatever. It's totally behind, like, the intention behind your action, it's what defines what what it's intended to, be. I like
0: the intention behind your action, I like that a lot. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, have you met anybody? Not Like, have you met any other humans there that you've been able to <laughs> yeah, connect like-
2: with? It's a. Uh, this is a friend of my friend, and now I know this person, and then this person introduced me to more more people. Right. And through like change of connections, I've been, I've been meeting, like, here and there. But mm-hmm. it's obviously COVID, so it's, yeah, it's a, a bit more challenging yeah. to start, yeah. like in a new city, knowing people. So, okay, before I forget, my point was like it's good that you have someone to talk to. Mm. But if you're by yourself, saying things out loud would actually help. Just like, because your mind goes like super fast, right? Yeah. And you'd switch from one thought to another without even like realizing, oh, this this is bothering me. And then, oh, but this is bothering me more. And then, you kind of just like you talk to yourself so, like a ping a pong game <laughs> so if you say it if you say it aloud then your your attention's there in that thought so
1: do you talk to yourself like
2: oh this is bugging you Talk me. to yourself oh yeah okay. I, yes i i talk Don't, to myself talk to all the
1: time I, I, not not really
0: right? ro- ro- roommate jason does we caught roommate jason having full-on conversations with himself
1: he's like really? he, it's like <laughs> he'd be, he'd be. it's almost like because the way he speaks he speaks really well too unless he's plastered but yeah,
0: very articulate he's very
1: articulate to the point where like when he's talking to himself it sounds like a narrator
0: <laughs> he's narrating his yeah. own life
1: <laughs> when i talk to myself it's like it's like is this is, is this right does this look good and it's like no you idiot like <laughs> no no of course it's not <laughs> i feel like this is my as i'm pointing obviously people can't see what i'm doing but i'm pointing to my wall of sticky notes I, that is my yeah. talking to myself
0: i think so I, that is
1: like my that's good. getting my ideas out there and like that's kind of like the th- that's my zen i guess
0: mm, this is sticky like notes that. right because because you i
1: find that like i have so many ideas that like, go around my head that like i'm either gonna forget them or it's gonna drive me absolutely insane because i'm trying to think of way too many things at once yeah. so it's like let me just put them out it like calms me down if you will because okay they're there mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lose them or forget about them so i don't have to worry about trying to remember them and it's like oh, mm, you know yeah now it's quiet and you found
0: that you found that system and it works for you
1: it works because i'm a visual person that's the thing like i've tried yeah. lists yeah. lists don't work i'll i'll mm-hmm. make a list i'm like sweet there it is and the next you know like i've ripped that pages in the garbage and i'm using it to sketch on or i lose the paper yeah. or something I, it doesn't work for me but that you know is more of a visual thing to me hmm. that's my uh yeah. my what's the word
2: i'm more visual too word like in my
1: i'm trying to think of the word no i sorry i was just trying to think of the, the word like the, the not lethargic cathartic that's the other word. i was like it was kind of like cathartic is the word cathartic is I'm the word of. that's the I
0: don't, I, could, I don't even know what the word cathartic means but i Understand the use case
1: That's of the word. That's basically the use case mm-hmm. for Same. me. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Writing on little bits of paper and sticking it to a wall is somehow cathartic. Because yeah. I mean, it's not like it's like genius way.
1: thoughts on there, like Elon Musk style. It's literally just like half of them are fruit. Yeah, loops. I mean, half of them are literally like you know, hey, learn this, or you know, how about here's an idea for some graphics, or you know, here's mm-hmm. a podcast idea we have, or a big design company thing, and it's like hey, just mm-hmm. put it on the yeah. wall, you know.
0: And it's it's out there, it's there, you can see it. You you visualize it, you have actualized it by writing yeah. it down. That's a good manifest thing. A Ooh.
1: It's now yeah. a physical
0: thing. it sounds like a very Maho word, manifest. <laughs> manifest. So what's a day look yeah. like for you typically, Maho? Like you mentioned a lot of walking, a lot of like meditation. Mm-hmm. What's a day in the life of the business owner of the conscious soul i almost said collective Ooh. but i stopped oh. myself um conscious, conscious. the conscious soul like how are you practicing your like what you're preaching basically
2: mm, well
0: she's making hand gestures back and forth just like well, swimming
2: i i I'm Colombian, so I basically talk mm. with my hands. Like, my hands are an essential part Same of as my like speaking the Italians, abilities.
0: <laughs> yeah, you guys are Italians, just, yeah, just basically. pizza di- delicio di giorno.
2: So, okay. My my day goes something like this. I, I usually wake up right when the sun is coming up, so about 6.30 now that it's... Um, now that the time has changed.
0: So when you were in summer, were you getting up at like four forty-five, five o'clock, five thirty? Yeah.
2: Whoa. Yeah,
1: it's later now. That's now that admirable. Winter has come.
0: Winter has come.
2: Yeah, now that it's dark at three thirty in the afternoon.
0: I kind of like that. Suits I, the vampire yeah. vibes. I was
1: gonna say I love it.
2: The vom- Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm the opposite of a vampire, so it's been it's challenging for me every time winter comes and it's so dark all the time. But anyway, I wake up before the sun is up or when it's just rising, because that's where everyone is sleeping, like everyone else in the city. is just it's calm and quiet, especially because I live in a in a main street.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So by the time it's 730, it's already like like buses and ambulances and firefighters and the police mm. and all French, of these like French siren people. noises
0: getting their bagels
2: <laughs> oh my god those bagels. okay <laughs> off topic um so that's the time that i use for meditation which is great because i don't i don't touch my phone until like an hour later after i wake up wow so i don't have any visual or sound stimuli when i meditate then i make myself some tea And while I'm drinking my tea, I read a book. Then if I wake up at 6.30, because sometimes I wake up a little later, then I usually will do like just 20 minutes of some kind of exercise. So it could be yoga or or I'm following this great like women on YouTube that has like working exercises.
0: Hmm. Any Um, David Goggins?
1: (laughs) She's not going for like Iron Man competitions here. <laughs> no, okay, fair enough. Just figured Do out. Do pushups out. until your <laughs> arms fall off.
0: Stay hard. Yeah, no. Stay hard.
2: Um. Yeah, so that would be like my morning routine. Basically, I would shower, then I would uh, make some breakfast, and then around that'll be around eight thirty or nine, I'll start working. Hmm. Until twelve
0: thirty. What are you working on? What are you working on in that time?
2: Mm, okay. Well I'm I'm doing the podcast. Um, yeah. working on the courses that I'm gonna launch next year, twenty
0: twenty one. Ooh. Better hope it's a good year. Um fingers crossed. Be worse. Don't um, don't also, even ask that. Don't even bring that up.
2: No, it's not gonna be worse. We're going up. I trust Don't you. Don't worry. I trust you, mom. We're going up. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I have a lot of projects on my priorities of things to do. So, I'm, I'm working. I'm working like a lot. Well, not a lot. I'm working from nine to twelve thirty, mm-hmm. and then after that, I go for a walk. Or I get out or I do something else that's not working for around an hour or something. Then I come back and I work until dinner time, which is like I don't know, five or something. Then I cook dinner and then that's it. Like that's that's about it for a day in my in my life. But my working hours I work for around four, four or five hours a day, which is really? great, because I manage to get all the things that I said I was gonna do, and I do them properly. Like I don't need to work anymore that day, even though there's, there's always gonna be more things to get done. You're right? Mm-hmm. There's no mm-hmm. end to things you can do. There's always true. more. There's always that's more true. you can do. So that's where you start putting limits on yourself for your mental health and self-love. Because it's important for me to finish work, to have dinner, and then give my myself some space. Either like read more or I'll just um, video chat my family, which we do every night. Um but that's it, cause like, I'm a human being, first, and then I'm all of the labels, you know. Then I'm an industrial designer, then I'm a daughter, then I'm a sister. But like, if you take everything away, all of the labels, then it's just it's you, right? Mm. At the bottom.
1: Yeah. Damn, industrial designer is before a daughter. Before
3: that, that's commitment. That's (laughs) commitment to the craft, right there.
1: Damn respect. Design is life. Hundred percent.
2: Well, it's just I. I said it because this is a design podcast.
1: Yeah, you got to you
0: got to play to the algorithm. Get get those keywords in. So, how important is like keeping to that schedule? Like, do you ever stray from that kind of a schedule?
2: Oh yeah, for sure. That's what I'm. That's what I'm working on myself right now. After four years of being like very strict with deadlines and basically, yeah, it's this or it's nothing. It's at this time or it's over.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Now I'm like, I'm flexible. I'm training myself to be more flexible in the working area. Cause when I'm stressed, I, the work that I do turns out really low quality. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have to do it again. Cause I don't like poor quality work. So it's counterproductive, you know? Yeah. So I'm working when I'm feeling good. And when I'm feeling good, I'm more productive. And when I'm more productive, I don't need to work eight hours a day. I can just work five or four. And that's sort of like my train train of thought now in the working area and how I'm launching my business. Mm
0: -hmm. What about days when you don't feel good? because like surely there's out of the 365 days in the year you can't feel good every single day, right? I mean, I I I know that mm-hmm. I don't even though I will try and show up each day and be productive and like even doing the show there's been days where I could not be bothered to do the show like I'm so tired or just so focused on something else that I'd rather not. I know that it's good for me to do that, mm-hmm. you know? So what do like like how 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 does one person especially someone like yourself who is very aligned internally and understands the importance of putting yourself and your personal values before like the constructs of society how do you how do you tackle a bad day
2: well um the first thing i guess for me to understand is that i i come first before before everyone anyone else's needs or work or my family if i don't feel good the people around me won't won't feel good either you know you you can't help any anyone if you're not feeling well and we know like i know what makes me feel good and when i'm not feeling my best I know what activities I can do to feel better. But sometimes what our minds try to do is like, I'm feeling bad or I'm having an awful day. And then you kind of just stay in there, you know, like Mm -hmm. sometimes we like to stay in there. Like, I'm just not having it today or like, I'm not feeling it today. Which sometimes, you know, if if you don't feel like doing anything, it's good because we're society has trained us to always be doing something. Because I I talked, I told you the other day, we're not human doings, we're human beings. So it's okay to just exist.
0: Say that one more time. Do that one more time.
2: (laughs) We're not human doings, we're human beings. So it's okay to just exist mic drop
0: oh my (laughs) god
2: wow yeah so if you find yourself in a day that you don't you are tired of looking at your phone you don't want to do the podcast you don't want to see anyone that's fine you can just be the issue is when you're being like on a negative talk and on a negative environment with yourself that's when you have to like push yourself out with activities that you like. So, for example, in my case, when I'm feeling bad, first is usually because I haven't left the apartment the whole day or, you know, in three days, which Mm -hmm. I did for the last three days
3: Um,
2: and not going out, it, it drains my energy like I need movement. I need my body to feel like I'm alive. So I usually go for a walk. Um, I can also like, it brings my mood up if I do my makeup or something, or I just dress pretty for (laughs) my Christmas tree that's in front of me, or, um, if I dance, dancing dancing. brings my mood up for sure. Like a hundred percent.
1: You are Spanish.
2: I am Spanish. I am Colombian that comes in the blood, in the DNA. So, so yeah, like people know things that would make them feel good they just decide not to do it because they want to feel like they're having a bad day hmm. so it's it's a choice sort of well, wow.
1: that's interesting isn't so it because think- yeah. like i feel like maybe maybe like i definitely should be more like that where it's like do you know what i probably should just chill and just just be for a little bit and relax yeah. a little bit but like i feel like i'm I'm too guilty of like I, I try to be busy to distract myself because I like being busy when I'm working on something that I want to work on mm-hmm. like like if you were to say like oh you know what what your dream right now it's like man you and me Dylan living in a studio where we're, we're oh, up yeah. at like you were working at like nine or eight or nine in the morning to like five or six on like some freelance work we go have dinner we go do the podcast and then we go work on our own shit for a bit and then we go watch some animal planet and then sleep and then do Go it over right? yeah and it's and amazing it's just like you're working a lot but like to me i like the idea of like staying busy on you know working on stuff i want to but it's kind of an interesting thing because i feel like everyone's kind of like that where it's you know you you almost like you're expected to work all the time
0: always switched always switched on, on. Yeah.
1: and i think like the whole you know oh you know get get into the grind of things and work a lot is like promoted a lot and is totally and is you know almost expected mm. a lot of the time but not as many people are like do you know what just just chill out for today you know it's okay
0: i'm gonna take I'm, yeah i'm gonna take the day off i'm not gonna do yeah, like it's anything. okay
1: you know you're you need to chill go chill that's mm. that's actually like you know you probably should do, go do that i feel like that isn't as talked about or promoted as much you know especially like i think it's totally necessary that's what i'm exactly. here for that's, guys that's, that's what, what i'm here for you. all
0: right Maho, <laughs> Ma, you're going to become the third host of the process especially podcast.
1: in like our <laughs> industry too right like does i feel like
0: mm-hmm.
1: especially going through school where you're like you get to the point where everything feels so competitive it's like draining because you're like yeah. man if i don't sketch today i'm behind <laughs> you know you oh, know totally. some other some other totally. person sketching yeah. or you know I, I i gotta compete for this job kind of thing and it gets to the point where you're like you're kind of scared to have a day off like at humber like like even you know my first two years my time management was awful it was really really bad it was it was it was here and there it was not in second year it got a little better but for the most part it was bad and then when you came around dylan and we're actually living together and i was kind of riffing off your time management a bit um Mm -hmm. because it started off like not even like as a competitive thing it was just like well you know, we come back and instead of me going and like gaming or watching Netflix or just doing nothing, you're over there doing some sketching or watching something and yeah. you're sketching. It's like, well, I mean, I could be doing that, too. I, you know, why not? And it gets to the point where next, you know, we're, you know, you know, not no, We won't just chill and do anything. Well, let's go back to the school and work on something, you know,
0: let's let's just make and,
1: something, you know, we would get into the rhythm where, yeah, we'd go like for a weekend straight or a few days and go really hard and get everything done. But then we would have like, to be honest, a day or two where we could get away with not doing anything and be fine. Yeah. But that almost mm-hmm. felt like guilty, you know? It yes. did. Yeah, that's that's exactly what like that's what we're expecting because because you know if we had like a do you know I'm gonna take it easy today I'm not gonna do anything. You'd be sitting there trying to enjoy yourself, just just you know not having to worry about anything, and you're like, man, like should i do sketchbook ready for next week like i probably should
0: do that sean's already got his done i need to get mine done sean's been done for two days i should
1: actually revisit that project like maybe (laughs) maybe the render isn't good for next week like for the wall critique maybe i should be doing this or you know blah blah blah. and that gets like dangerous because you fall into that trap of like i don't have time for myself i don't can't do that i got i gotta get my portfolio together Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. instead of being like hold on maybe i should just chill out for a day yeah, it's like where does it yeah. end? Which would have been yeah. really good.
2: That it exactly, like if you if you escalate it, it's never going to end. Cuz then okay, you go through college and it's sort of like that if you don't if you don't do it right now, you're going to mm-hmm. fall behind. And but if you do do it right now, there's 10 other things that you should be working on cuz they're due mm-hmm. at some point.
4: Yeah. yeah.
2: Um and you end up is stressing yourself that day, doing everything you can to wake up the next day and say, oh, I have a hundred other things to do. And so you graduate university or college. And the same happens in your workspace. I found that in in my internship. There were like I was on the end of the day. And there were things that I, I didn't get done as I would like to like I didn't go like far ahead. And so some days I would think I would just like finish it off at home so that I can have it ready yeah. for tomorrow.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And this is sort of like an impress my boss as well. Like, oh, look how quickly I can get things done. But I did that a couple of times. And then I thought, I'm still going back to work tomorrow. And even if I finish this, there's like a hundred things that, I, that I'll have to do after. Mm-hmm. So like, what's the point of me taking work to home when I'm already worked a nine to five if like it will never end because things they just never end even if you're like pursuing your dream or building a business they're like important stepping stones that you achieve like say you and Dylan want to live like in a flat in an apartment and have I don't know set commodities and stuff Say you work two years super hard to get that, to get there. Once you get there, you're going to want something else and more things. Absolutely. So, my point is like, you're always going to want more. So, if you don't enjoy the process and enjoy the everyday of getting there, you're not doing anything. You're just stressing yourself out. You're not enjoying mm-hmm. your life. And then by the time you're 50 or, I don't know, 60, you look back and say, oh, look at everything I have. But did I enjoy the ride, like the journey of life? Mm. I don't how, know.
0: How do we enjoy it?
2: Well, I don't know, like treating each day as if it was the last one. Like I wake up every day and say, how am I going to make myself happy today? What mm. it's something that I will enjoy doing like you know enjoying the pleasure of just like being alive Uh, which you know in quarantine times is going for a walk and buying a coffee (laughs) and then coming back but even that which is very little
0: it's all the little things
2: not expensive it's uh what gets me going and what makes me happy which is you know what's important in a day-to-day
0: that's fair. Wow. You got a fair point there. I mean I think about that and I'm like, okay, that's that's all well and good. But there's there's things I want to do, you know. I immediately take that advice and I'm like, that's that's great advice. I'll implement it tomorrow because I have stuff to get on the plate <laughs> now. You know, it's like it's it's almost it's almost totally counterproductive. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it, but I'll do it tomorrow because for me to implement it today is too much work or it feels like I'm then putting stuff off like there's there's surely there's a big mental break that needs to happen to just push push all the stuff back right and just accept each day each accept each day for what it is enjoy it and I mean maybe maybe you're right maybe it is not looking so far ahead into the future of what you want then because it's it's like purchasing stuff it's like when i bought when i replaced my phone over the summer splurged and spent a bit of money and got the 11 pro because it was a mm-hmm. nice camera and i i use that i use that to make marketing content for work you know we don't have mm-hmm. an in-house camera that we use we use my phone because it's that stupid good right and i was like i was super stoked to buy this phone I'm like i'm gonna spend it's a lot of money but it's gonna be so much so cool i can do all these cool things with it I buy it, and like three days later, I'm like, "Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a phone." Like falls off my bed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's fair." It's yeah. Do your thing. You know, it's like it's so like the dopamine that's involved with that stuff is so quick and just passes by, just like instantaneously, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, and
2: materials lose their their value very quickly.
0: No, oh, totally. Like
2: you have this ideal, like for for example, your phone. You have this ideal of like, oh my god, yes, it's a new iPhone. Look at all the features that it has, and you look at at it in the YouTube videos when it drops from Apple and everything, you're super excited. And then yeah, three days later it's like, Oh, okay, yeah, the phone. Yeah. <laughs> That's it.
0: Yeah, it's like there's do you have much of an attachment to physical objects at all?
2: Um I mean, it would be a lie to say no. You do have, not not attachments, but a lot of the things that I do are helping me in some way. Like I have my iPad, which I also bought like when I was in my internship. I'm like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm working for the first time for me in you know, a nine to five environment. I'm mm-hmm. earning some money gonna buy myself an ipad and the apple pencil and but i i, I started looking at things not from spending but from in, an investment point of view like zach's like, new like headphones. i'm i'm buying this ipad because i'm gonna use it so much yeah so so much and i've been using it so much all of my books i read in my ipad i use procreate as illustrator because i don't have illustrator right now because adobe is super expensive yeah. and i'm not yeah. a student anymore so
0: you're on my adobe
2: i am on you're adobe Yes. feel free to use that so. until
0: no you use use that adobe account until you get your own until you're able to afford it
2: oh that's sweet thank use you use it use
0: it go for it use it i insist Big love. Thank you. Big, Big love. love. Big love. Spread the love.
2: Um so yes, the things I have um are helping me get to get somewhere. I have my computer, which is also my TV. Because <laughs> I don't that. have a TV in my house. I don't think you so need So my computer is no, I I don't really. My computer is my my working place, my TV, I have my iPad for creating things. I have a phone because, you know, you need a phone to coexist in this society. Yeah, you do. Um, but I try not to buy a lot of things anymore. Like everything I buy now, it's I sit down and I say, okay, why am I buying this? Is it just because it looks pretty? Is it just to feel something out? do I really need it? Mm-hmm. Cause then you end up stocking things up and like filling your apartment or whatever with things that you don't usually use that much. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm so, trying to do a minimalistic mm-hmm. lifestyle too.
0: Yeah. You're being conscious about it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think there's another thing too. And, having all this stuff around you, like all these physical things, these material objects, adds to overall like a deal of mental stress because it's like all these things that at some point in your life you're going to have to do something with it. Like when I move mm-hmm. out, I have no idea what I'm going to do with half the crap that's that's here, that's associated with me. Realistically, most of it's either yeah. going to get thrown out or donated because it it does not do anything for me anymore and I just for some reason can't throw it out right now. Mm. And I think once you like really start to just not remove items from your life, but you're, you're just getting rid of what doesn't serve you and then keeping what does and what does add value.
2: Yeah.
0: And then you're good. Like you don't have to stress. It's like, well, what am I going to do with this? What am I going to do with that? You're just throwing it out. You're putting, you're putting it away, disassociating with it per se. And that's it. Then you move on, you know? And then you
2: feel so much lighter. Yeah. like the energy around is just so much better
0: completely i totally agree and like a zach i think you're a really good example of this like between the two of our rooms when we had that shared house in in rexdale your room was like spotless you had like nothing in it it was like almost almost psychopathic maybe and then you come over to mine and it's like there's like the closet was half full of shelves with all this stuff on it. And then the other half was full of clothes. And realistically, most of the stuff never got used. It was just there as like, in case I need it And in eight months, never needed it, Mm. you know? And I think for the most part, probably most of what you had, you did use, you know, like there was your printer, there was all like the, there was, the sketching supplies that you needed you didn't have all this extra stuff just in case you wanted to do this fancy type of rendering or something like that like i had i had all these pastels all these pencil crayons all these other types of markers i'm like I'm in, it's in case i want to do a fancy rendering right at the end of the day it's just wait it's so much easier to just grab a red marker and just put a bit of red marker on a page yeah. and just be done because
1: that's, all, just that's you know? style yeah. like because lazy and that's why
0: (laughs) yeah that's right i need one marker zach's zach's a lazy minimalist (laughs)
1: lazy (laughs) lazy i like that i I love that she's interesting because i was gonna say as i was looking around me being surrounded by stuff i
0: what you perceive as stuff yeah
1: like i i'm i like things you know but i but i Don't don't we all i don't usually buy things just because like just to buy it or because i want to like it was like i always said you know like if i had if i had money hopefully at some point when i have money like i would buy like designer clothing but i wouldn't go buy gucci or versace or louis vuitton or something it's not for the reason of like showing off to flex or like that i'm hmm. that's not why i'd buy i would go buy. you'd buy an acronym. acronym and still not because i want to show off or be like look i got three thousand dollar pants or something like that <coughs> oh
0: oh my god did you just die uh,
1: apparently just ran oh my out of god uh, <laughs> air oh my god <laughs> zach just zach just oh ran, my out god, of I air. Like, ran out of air
0: good year are you all right you need to take a drink
1: you get some water apparently oh
0: you want to go get you go go get yourself water.
1: I think I'm okay.
0: Do you think you need it? <laughs> One minute, okay. So okay, no, you're gonna go get water. You're gonna go get water. Do you remember okay. what he was talking about, Maho?
2: Um, he was talking about his stuff.
0: Yeah, but stuff. okay.
2: Well, he's gone. I can say, um, because it recently happened, right? The Black Friday.
0: Oh yeah, like last week.
2: Yeah, and I was watching one of the accounts that I follow on Instagram. Um, and she made very good points saying like, okay, let's let's try to look at the Black Friday from a different point of view. So she's like, before it happens, make a list of the things that you want or that you were looking forward to getting uh, because they will add value to your life because you need them at some level. And she's like, make use of the Black Friday, and don't let the Black Friday make use of you. You know, Ooh, capitalism. You usually go and scroll like, oh my God, what's what's there? What's available? What's for sale? And you end up buying things that, yeah, it's cheaper, but do you really needed that? Hmm. So instead of that, it's like make a list of the things that you need. Um, or you were looking forward to getting, and then look if they're for sale and then get it. Like, make use of the Black Friday and not right. the other way it's around. What I kind of want
1: to do with my headphones, actually. It's yeah, a good mentality. Yeah. I, didn't, exactly I didn't go needed. looking on Black Friday, like, oh, let's see what deals they have. It was like, I've yeah. been wanting headphones for the past like four years. Mine have finally kind of half <laughs> broke, you know. And it's like you said, it's more of an investment because I use them all the time. I'm going to get my money's worth out of them. Easy, so I looked at the ones I wanted, and it mm-hmm. turned out they had a Black Friday sale. I was like, "Hey, all right, well, That's, there you yeah, go." I didn't amazing. quite fall into the trap of Black Friday deals.
0: You made use of Black yeah. Friday. Black Friday mm-hmm. did not <clears throat> use yeah. you.
1: I just like died there for a second. I randomly you, ran out of oxygen and yeah, everything. You, you know when you're just having <laughs> a drink in a while, and all of a sudden your voice just goes, "Oh, yep, yeah, no,
0: peace." It's like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna crack yeah. out. Have you noticed a difference in your voice since doing this every single day? Um just in like in how you're talking?
1: I don't think so. Because in, I have in my voice or in your own. Back voice? To the,
0: both? Both. Listen back to the audio from the very first episode. And you can tell like there's a difference. It's like just an overall like an overall confidence or strength in the voice mm. when you're talking. Like the first episode, Zach was like my name's Zach. Uh, yeah, I hey, did, did this. Hey, anyone? that's gonna be my, my first cars. episode
2: for all the listeners out there. Yeah. I'm gonna sound probably very. You gotta robotic. start somewhere though, right? That's okay. Like
0: you have to start somewhere. Oh, yeah. Like Zach and I yeah. started in your room, six feet of af- six feet apart in my oh, bedroom. Yeah. You know, with a with a blanket on the desk to deal with sound vibrations, mm-hmm. so that way it didn't sound super echoey. Yeah. Um, mm. That's literally like where we started was in, in a bedroom on a humid day in labor day. (laughs) And we had to close the windows because otherwise you're going to get the sound from the street. And it was so hot. It got so hot in the room because we couldn't have the AC on either because then the AC is going to make sound or anything. Oh my God. Or fans. Like you got to just sit there.
1: That was wild.
2: Like a sauna, it,
1: it was.
0: Yeah, and we had no idea what we were Every doing. Laptops cooking. Like we kind of just went into it. Yeah, the whole thing—you could fry an egg on those mm-hmm. things. Wow. But like, you could just like—you have to start somewhere, and it doesn't. I think if it adds value to someone's life and someone gets something out of it who cares if you sound robotic and that's, that's also you projecting that, you know, you think you sound robotic because you know, yeah, how you, you know how you want 100%. it to sound and maybe mm-hmm. it doesn't sound exactly that way. And someone who's listening to that for the first time, isn't going to know how you want it to sound. Yeah. They're only going to yeah, hear it true. as their own individual unique experience.
2: Yeah. And
0: that's totally yeah, it. You
2: have like an ideal way of of you how you want your voice to sound but that's mm-hmm. not reality so exactly yeah i know and confidence builds up after after a I while also, of just doing the same thing and yeah practicing. I also feel as yeah. well
1: though like if you were trying to put on how you how you picture yourself sa- sounding like people would see mm-hmm. through that even if there's a first time listening right yeah for like, sure for
2: sure i yeah. think it'd
1: be i i personally anyways, would much rather listen to someone even if their voice wasn't the most expressive or whatever. I'd rather it just be them than like them trying to be like a salesman or like a (laughs) radio commercial or something, (laughs) you know? And
0: that's why we're so just laid back with the whole thing. Like we realized yesterday when, when we put out the episode that we left in like a three minute, (laughs) three or four minute break right in the the middle where everyone went to go pee.
1: Yeah,
0: And it's like, we technically, I guess we should have cut that out but also like, we also cares. kind of
1: forgot about it. And then we're like, yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, we also forgot about it. And then we're like, wait, did we say anything incriminating?
1: <laughs> it
2: was so funny to listen back at that moment.
0: Oh, would like, you, you listen to, you listen to it today? You listen to your own episode. That's very narcissistic. I like it. I, like it.
2: I just, I, I was curious to know how it all worked out. Right. Cause we were in three different places. Yeah. So the audio is matching up. They, it was just perfect. Really? So I was just curious of how that it's sounded. A wizard, that's why.
1: I try.
0: Yeah, he he a is a wizard. I and try. then
2: I got to the washroom episode. Part. Yeah, that was
0: good. It's Funny. Any 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 feedback or critiques or criticism on how yesterday's episode went? Do you have any feedback for us? Because I'm I'm gonna lead um, into a question with this after this yeah. after this. This is like the beginning of my segue. Mm. I'm, oh. I'm I'm like I'm casting Just the line chess right there. now. He's, he's too mad. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, no, I think it was, it was pretty good overall.
0: No, it was pretty good.
2: Like no coma. <laughs> I think it was pretty good. No, I don't have any comments on it.
0: No, none at all.
1: I really, I really hated the um, part. You
2: just caught me off guard. I'll I have to really think about
1: it. it. I really hated the part when I was trying to tell a really deep personal story and you made a heartburn joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. It's like I, I had this warm feeling in my chest and I started to cry and I was so grateful for everything. And then this warm feeling just exploded in my chest. I'm like, that's heartburn. Monster. I'm going to keep that as a soundbite. See, sound like
2: I knew, I knew that something like that would happen. Like I was expecting you yeah. to just drop a, a Dylan comment on my story at some point. That's fair.
0: I mean, it's that's my personality. I'm not going to hold back on that. You know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be authentic to myself. I'm a quiet listener. If someone doesn't,
1: you You are, you are,
0: you're the silent observer. (laughs) So on, on the subject of giving feedback and taking feedback and critiques, um, Maho, you've been up to some stuff recently. We, we had like a two hour FaceTime call the other day, two weeks ago now, two weeks ago almost. That's crazy, isn't it? Wow. And it was yeah,
2: time time flies.
0: Blowing snow like crazy. Was it two weeks ago or one week ago?
2: I think it was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago.
0: Holy Christ. Um. Yeah. So we were talking and you were telling me about some of the stuff that you had been up to that goes along with the whole um, conscious soul business idea and the idea of writing and producing courses. Um, but you've been taking courses of your own, haven't you? I have. Big smile just wiped across <laughs> Maho's face. Tell us about that. Tell Zach yeah, about that safe- too, because Zach has no, no idea. idea. Zach's like, I am Fruit Loop. I am out of the loop. You're out, oh of, the God, loop. You're out of the Fruit hate, Loop.
2: You're out of the Fruit Loop. I love this.
1: Fruit Loop.
0: Fruit Loops. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I like that a lot. Yes.
2: Well, I've been taking. Courses, I'm doing a certificate to be a professional life coach.
1: (laughs) Oh, Oh, shit. shit. Nice. Hell yeah.
2: Yeah. And, um, almost, I'm almost there. I would say my goal was to have it done for Mm
3: -hmm.
2: this year, like to start 2021 already with my certificate in my hand and saying, like, yes, I am a life coach. Um, but, my parents are coming next week that's and awesome. I'm gonna try to spend as much time with them mm-hmm. as possible. So in the subject of flexibility, yes, I wanted to finish before 2020 ended, but no, I'm not gonna die if I don't because right. I can still do it in January. <laughs> right. So hopefully I will try my best. If not, it's still gonna happen and I'm super excited about yeah, that's that. Awesome.
1: Yeah. That is really cool. Mm-hmm.
0: I think I've met one professional life coach before, and now you're going to be number two. I don't, but you'll you'll be you're number one in my heart for sure, hundred percent. Okay. Thank you.
2: Yeah, that's what I wanted to hear.
0: It's like, how how does 100%. someone how does someone become a professional life coach? Like you're you're only not to say that twenty five isn't old. Oh, she's removing an AirPod. No, she's putting back an AirPod. No, she's removing a I'm headphone.
2: Just, you know how. They run out of battery, so I've been switching. Have, you, have yours been own...
0: running out of battery quick recently?
2: Yeah. Really? Actually, yeah.
0: Same. Yes. Same. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to get like five hours out of battery. I can probably crack three, maybe.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's weird.
0: Basically. I
1: don't know. You gotta get good. You gotta Apple, get Sony Apple headphones. slowing
0: down AirPods, dude. My head. Does Sony do wireless? The ones I got
1: are wireless. Oh, I mean headphones, not earbuds. What about, I'm like, sure what? they
0: do. They yeah, yeah. I'm sure they do. Bro
1: the battery technology on these headphones i got or science man well you know the
2: lifespan of every technological product is supposed to be only like
1: two years yeah Yeah, my my phone i have too much my phone dies super quick now
0: (laughs) okay here's here's a kicker for you i haven't charged my phone in two days and right now no it's uh it's it's at 44 percent
1: Dude, wow. mine
0: Yeah.
2: And you you use it often, right?
0: I use it like all the time. All the no time. No way, man. Pro. Mine mine dies in it. like get
1: around if it. I'm watching YouTube videos from it could be a hundred percent to like ten percent in like two hours. Two or three hours maybe Dude. watching YouTube videos. Yeah, it like I
0: watched like two hours of Skillshare today and I think it dropped like Oh 300%. no, if I
1: watched two hours of Skillshare, it'd probably be like dropped what? like forty to sixty percent easy wow yeah it's also like a three-year-old phone now or almost four i don't know yeah could be four now actually
0: getting it'll be four next year i think yeah yeah maybe september i think so something like that i don't know i don't know so yeah back to the question how do you how does one you're you're only 25 Right.
2: I'm 24. I'm turning, not
0: 25 yet. Turning 25. Okay. By the yeah. time you get your certificate, you'll probably be 25, right? Is yeah, that fair to say? For sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're 25. You're. You're what? You're two years, three years older than us. Two years older two. than us. Almost mm-hmm. three. Which is not. Yeah, which is not a lot of time. Granted. And someone who's 10 may look at you and say, oh, you're really old because you're 25. And then someone yeah. someone who's 50 who's had three divorces and seven different jobs and, th- and like 10 different career pivots may look at you as a 25-year-old, half half their age, and be like, oh, you're very young, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Perspective.
0: It's Exactly. It's all about perspective. Mm-hmm. How, how do you become a life, a life coach at the young tender age of 25 and maybe like feel confident in that? Cause like, like the, the life coach that I met, Craig Harper back when back in Australia, he's 56, maybe 50, 54, you know, like he's, he's, he's had a lot of experiences in life. He's done a lot of things. He's had a lot of businesses. He's had a lot of failures. Another guy that I met, his name is Jeff Jowett. He had mm-hmm. a lot of money, you know. He was big into sports cars, big McLaren fan. Loved spending money, loved alcohol, mm-hmm. loved just racking up a bill as big as he could get. That
1: sounds sick, you know. Yeah. And I
0: had the I had the distinct pleasure of meeting this guy and just sitting on a couch and listening to him talk for like an hour and a half, and that was amazing because this is a guy this is a guy who had it all and then had it all taken away and is now a life coach out of that you know because he's gone through some kind of a traumatic experience or something that's taken him down to like the lowest point that he's ever experienced and that's what pushes him to become a life coach whereas you yeah. are coming at it from a bit of a different perspective where maybe and I'm not here to impose any ideas on your own life experiences. So correct me if I'm wrong, Mm -hmm. but you've never been a millionaire and had lots of money and had millions of people around you who are always there to support you. And then had that all taken away overnight. Right? So why, why be a life coach?
2: Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you the same question as in I'm turning it around.
0: All right. Pivot. So, Go for it.
2: So you're saying, why are you a life coach if you don't have any life experience? Or that, that's really that's any the gist of the question. Sort of.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, and I don't want to come off as that I'm saying you don't have any life experience because you do.
2: No. Yeah. I know. But
0: I'm... maybe, and I'm playing devil's advocate here. Maybe... Mm-hmm. Like, is, is that a credible thing was, is it worth waiting five years? Is it worth waiting 15 years until you've gone through more in your life?
2: Well, I, the idea of becoming a life coach sort of was born because I find myself in like my state of life right now is perfect.
3: Hmm.
2: absolutely perfect and that is not because i have a lot of things like i don't even have a job right now i'm running off my savings um i don't have like economic security or money or like um a bunch of things you're in a terrifying place sorry You're
0: you're in a truly terrifying place
2: i'm in a truly terrifying place for what would be socially Like the idea, right? And for most of people, this would be like, yeah, terrifying, like anxiously terrifying. Mm -hmm. And I find myself in a great mental place. Like I'm enjoying so much of every day. Um, I experience happiness on a daily basis. Like I'm, I'm, I'm great. Like, this is my perfect life. This is my dream come true. Um, And I want to share that with other people. Like, anyone can have this pleasure of life and happiness with what they have already. So that's when the idea of becoming a life coach comes in. Because I have all this information that I've collected from books and and courses and certificates that I've taken. But I don't know how to... Um, Articulate? Like, give advice right. to someone or anything. So I'm like, I'm going to challenge... Like, no challenge. Channel all of my energy into inspiring people. Mm-hmm. To tell them that if I can do it, you can do it. Like, if... I don't know, if if Kim Kardashian can have billions of dollars in her bank account, you can have billions of dollars in your bank account too. Like, we're not different. It's just a matter of how you're seeing your life and the perspective, the approach that you're seeing in your Mm day-to-day. That's what sets people apart in in different sorts of, like, understanding of what life is right so yes i haven't lived a super long time (laughs) Yeah. but i want to share what i'm living
3: Mm.
2: and i guess if you want a life experience it can be that i don't have a job in a pandemic I'm living by myself in a city um, that I really don't know. Like, I haven't experienced it that well. It was only six months, four years ago. I don't have any family in the country. I don't have economic stability. But regardless of my external circumstances, I'm having the time of my life. Like, I'm truly just happy and enjoying every day that, like, I'm grateful every day that I'm living, that I'm breathing, that I'm healthy, that I have family and friends that love me, you know, just like
3: mm-hmm.
2: little things that brings me up. And I just want to share that with people. Oh
0: wow. yeah, wow. That, yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing to say back to that. <laughs> I'll be totally honest. I've, I've got nothing to say to that because i think like it's it's a you see it all the time like all these these motivational people on youtube right or wherever that are always talking and like how to change your life and most of these people not all of them but most of them are coming from a point in their life where they experienced like a great disaster like they're their partner left them or their, their partner died or something terribly traumatic happened. They lost all their money. They lost their job. Their business went, went under and they've taken that as like a wake up call to turn things around and learn all this stuff. Whereas you have this moment of like realization and recollection on, on a TTC bus going down (laughs) to an internship job to make little Mm -hmm. plush purple koalas and you're like there's some there's yeah. there's something here and i don't know what it is and then you go down this path of like learning all these different things and trying to channel what all these new things that are entering your brain mean sorry there's a fly on my desk like all these new things that are being bombarded in your head
3: mm-hmm.
0: and then you almost like maybe you're only 25 but you could have like Even like through reading all these books, you could have gained these years of knowledge and these years of insight. And you've taken away the key points, obviously, that resonate with you. And you've been able to channel that. And then now you're here to articulate and give that back to other people. Because I think you've realized in rather a simple way how how to genuinely be happy. You know, it doesn't take millions of dollars it doesn't take fancy cars in your case it doesn't even take a job it's something that you're passionate about it's something you're interested in and it's something that you believe in you know and you're willing to share that and willing to give that back to other people and ultimately that's where it's going to take you
2: yeah yeah i think you've captured the gist extremely well
0: hell yeah i was rehearsing time, the whole putting time putting
2: into those like amazing words nailed it
0: wow nailed it wow <laughs> i think that's a probably a relatively appropriate place to wrap up another episode of the process podcast because i have no idea that could like it can go forever yeah ultimately
2: yeah for sure. You know. Well, that's why you have to listen to Toolbox for Your Soul mm. on all the platforms very soon.
0: Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, eventually Overcast, Breaker, Stitcher, all those good things. Oh, yeah. Who are you hosting it through? Are you hosting it through Anchor? Yeah, Anchor. Beautiful. Shout out to Anchor. Thanks for hosting the Process Podcast. We love you. Um, it's a it's a great platform. We'd highly recommend it. That's what we use. It's beautiful. That's why we recommended it to you glad that you're using it. Um,
2: yeah, you guys have been great help for the launching of my podcast.
0: I mean, Absolutely. If there's, if there's any way that we can help in the future, then of course we'll be here. And it's not like, it's not like we're going anywhere. It's not like you're, well, you're going, you're going places, but we're, we're going to be here. We're going to be doing the process podcast all the time, every day, Monday to Friday. Uh, any, any, <laughs> I have a, I have one thing that I want to ask you actually before we wrap this up officially, Maho. And it's something that we've tried to ask. I don't think we asked it to Sean, but going forward, I'd like to ask it to each each individual guest. And it's a very simple question, but I think the the answers are always going to be different for each person. So buckle up, buckle your seatbelts and sit back. <laughs> Hold on tight. Maho martinez how do you deal with doubt
2: how do you deal with doubt yeah um that can i can drag that for a very really long time
4: we got it
0: we got a, we got but, a bit okay, of time we got a bit of time
2: okay um, i'll try to summarize it and to make it simple um uh, usually When you're dealing with doubt, you're dealing with your first instinct and then with something external that has changed your mind or has influenced your first approach to what you were trying to decide, right? So I would say it's like your ego and then your soul, like like the space that you are. And to do that, it's very useful to meditate. And I know there's certain words that people hear, and it's, for example, meditation. It's a word that has been brought up so much that people, sometimes they, they don't like it. They don't like the word meditation. They associate it with something they can't do. But it's just truly giving yourself some space from all of your electronic devices which are constantly in your face and sort of inhibit your thinking process. So you just give yourself some space to be with your head, be with your thoughts, be with yourself and just balance what you're trying to decide, like doubt, it comes with two options, right? Mm-hmm. I go this, I go here, or I go there. And trying to see yourself at the end of said situation on both ends. So, okay, if I go down this path and I finish said action or whatever, how am I going to come out from that? Whether from this path, how am I going to come out from that? And then you just kind of balance your your odds. But it's usually when in doubt and it sounds cliche, I just go from my heart and my first instinct because that's usually the one that's right. The other one's like from fear, basically. Like, oh, should I take this job? because it pays well yeah your ego would say yeah take it because you don't have any economical stability and you need it right because you need to survive Mm -hmm. um my heart would probably say i don't like this job it will be a nine to five a cat job in front of the computer on i don't know a basement or something
0: this is a personal (laughs) attack
2: this is a personal, I'm so sorry. I just, that that's my less ideal industrial <laughs> design job. Fair. <laughs> mm. That's why I, I put it into my example. I'm not that's, a CAD that Mo- that For be...
0: clarification, I'm not a CAD monkey, but.
2: Yeah, no, sorry. That would be just horrible for me. So if I had that option and I have, I can take it or I can refuse it and be still like jobless, <laughs> I wouldn't take it. Because that would put a dim like on my soul that would make me feel really bad every day, not enjoying what I'm doing. It's it's the worst decision that I can take for myself. So when in doubt, even though my mind think is the most viable approach for survival, my heart is what sets my intentions and my direction. So I wouldn't take it, even though I don't have a job. That's like an example.
0: Right. Wow. Always follow your heart. Mm-hmm. Key key takeaway from episode 63 of The Process Podcast. <laughs> and if you have any questions about anything you heard today or any further questions from Maho, send us an email to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com. If it's a Maho-specific question, subject line, Maho question, and we'll make sure that she gets it. Um, we'll forward it on to her. And if you want to reach out to her directly, you can do that at The Conscious Soul on Instagram. She's on LinkedIn as well. All the content is going to be in the show notes linked to her website, The Conscious Soul, and her new podcast, mm. Toolbox for the Soul, is going to be listed below. For Your Soul. For Your Soul, I'm sorry. I'm terrible with words. Collective. Um, yeah. <laughs> collective. The, the Collective Soul. I do like the collective soul <laughs> as something though. May- Let's buy that domain and have it as all like shoe collective designs.
1: Collective souls. Yeah. Souls? Oh, shit. I'm writing that one down. We'll check if yeah, it's I'm available. Down we'll, down as well.
0: We'll, well, Yeah, we'll check if it's available <laughs> after. We won't take up any more of these people's times. Uh, what's that Instagram, Zach?
1: The process underscore underscore podcast.
0: And Maho, people can connect with you through Instagram and your website. And through the podcast?
2: Yes. So Instagram is at soul, And the website is the same, theconscioussoul.com. And just to clarify, between conscious and soul, there's only one S.
0: Oh, well, you you know, you got to do what you got to do. You know, not all the domains are always available. You lucked out getting that one, though.
2: It looks prettier because double S is just like no. Double S is a
0: bit weird, isn't it?
2: Yeah, so it's just a conscious soul with one S between conscious and soul. That's it.
0: Love it. Awesome.
2: Nice and simple.
0: Nice and simple. Nice and simple. Just like Maho and the rest of the Process Podcast crew. Thank you so much. Uh, We really appreciate you coming on and giving us another two and a half hours of your time. Two days in a row. First
1: two guests in a row. First. Two-hour episode.
0: <laughs> two hours.
1: A lot of firsts. Back-to-back back to back two-hour back. Two episodes.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. Thank you. We got to get...
2: Hell, yeah.
0: We got to do like a six-hour show one day. <laughs> just keep just ramping because. It up. <laughs> just record all day. Most of us just studio banter I just so all down. the time. Hell, if you're down, I'm down. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. And we'll see you Monday. Have a good one. Bye. Peace.